episode 47. Thank you all for listening to episode 46, Kickstart My Own Heart. I'm Gary here with my co-host, Jake, Bear, and Brandon. Finally, all four of us are in the same room at the same time. This is a first and probably the last, I would think. Because no. somebody's going to miss. But Jake, you've missed, you've missed the last six episodes. You've missed, well, you missed 20. I mean, I think this is the first time since October. So, Well, you made it to 20 episodes, yeah, we and then you on, missed like 25. We were all in the garage at one point. But oh, yeah, but, but he was one. a guest. Yeah, right? That was when he had his old job. Which one? Stack guy. Stack guy. <laughs> Were you a dealer? Were you a cereal dealer to infant children? Hell no. Black market cereal would be all right. Like so, what kind of cereal? Like that? Like Captain Crunch? Like Lucky Charms without the marshmallows or only half the marshmallows? Oh, you can't do that. I mean, that's that's as bad. No, if it was anything, it would definitely have to be the uh, Cocoa Pebbles. You know, those are good. You know, they have chocolate peanut butter pebbles. I did not know that. Pretty awesome. And by the way. While we're on the topic of cereal, before we change it, that pumpkin spice cereal, absolutely delicious. Oh, the pumpkin spice frosted is flakes? It, is it already gone? Oh, it's destroyed. I destroyed that like in three days. <laughs> it's a small box. I mean, you get three bowls out of it. I mean, three bowls. Yeah. What kind of bowls are you using? A regular bowl. No, no, no. See, listen, my wife says the same thing. You know, you, when you have a bowl of cereal, you can't just, you know, put like, a, you know, a cup in. You know, screw those save, those, those serving sizes or whatever they, they put you, on the label. Okay, when you have you got to have a bowl of cereal. When you have a bowl of cereal, you have you fill it up three-fourths of the way and the rest of it's milk. Are you using yeah. like a... Let me guess, you, you probably put in the milk before the cereal. No, in. no, no, you can't do that. you got to put, that, the, you that, put that, the cereal in. No, no. Then you got to put the milk in, you grab your spoon, and then you got to go real quick Are you using like a Jethro Bodine bowl? You know, where the damn thing's, like, fucking huge. Or, like, no, the, or no, like no, the no. Rock, where he's got no, that no. monster bowl for his oatmeal. And or the pancake, when he, yeah. when he does his, uh, his pancake Like, eating. the bowl is the size of your head. It's like, Jesus, Rock. What no, you this, this was a normal bowl. I mean, you, you got to fill it up, though. You can't just, you know, half-ass it. you got to fill up the bowl and have your bowl of cereal for the morning. Yeah, three-fourths. Breakfast, the most important, important part of the morning. Three-fourths cereal. Another fourth is the milk. I'm just... Saying, I just want to make sure because I don't want to. I won't want you to be the milk first and cereal, no, cereal no, 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 killer. No, you can't do that. No well, you got to have so, everything in place. Like the, I said, you saw the picture I sent you months ago that had banana pudding cereal. I, I sent you that. that. Did, it's did like vanilla. Yeah, it's vanilla. I, I didn't send rem- you that. I don't remember. Oh that. my god, no! I have banana pudding cereal mm. in the house. Oh, you know Brandon wouldn't like it. That's right. crazy. And now they have banana cream frosted flakes. By the way, delicious. Had them this morning. Mm. Fantastic. Well, there you go. So now we can get back onto the actual show. Okay. I thought this was a show about cereal. All right. Cocoa Pebbles or okay, Cocoa how about, Puffs? how about this? Best Captain Crunch? All berries. All berries, yeah. All berries. <laughs> okay, I was going to go peanut butter. <laughs> Those are good, too, but oops, all berries are the yeah, best. Yeah. I go peanut butter. I would say all berries is probably second. I'd give you that. Peanut butter is just going to be top-notch right yeah. there. Oh, of course. And then third, ooh, third would be, you know what? I think regular. I like regular, even though yeah, it yeah. cuts the shit yeah, out of the classic. roof of your yeah. mouth. Do you yeah, remember that classic Family Guy episode? when <laughs> Kevin It Crunch, does not cut the roof of your mouth. <laughs> with all due respect. He's like, well, <laughs> so you come to me and ask me to kill a man I do not know. So tell me, what is it with this Count Chocula? <laughs> My cereal does not cut the roof of your mouth. It's all respect. Fantastic. Great show. Fantastic. Um, so thanks to Wes Anderson for Moments in Time. Check him out on Facebook at Wes Anderson Music and give him a follow on Twitter at Songs by Wes. Thank you to Crandall's Quality Lawn Care. They serve the Toledo and surrounding area and not... My driveway. Again? 
Yeah. You're sticking with your driveway? I thought we were switching it up every week. What about, like, what about, like, I uh, mean, it's still, I had to clear it myself, and that's why my back hurts today, so I'm still kind of angry about I'm it. I'm sure that's why your back uh, hurts. It, no, it, it actually is. Like, oh, it is, it, is right. it, it does hurt. Like, I'm an old-ass man from <laughs> shoveling. Because this is the thing, is that I went, and Saturday with the snow, I shoveled, right? And it wasn't really hurting on Sunday when we did the podcast. It was just whatever. So I went back after the podcast, came home, shoveled again because it was all done. It was actually, even though it was cold, it was nice out because it was, you know, sunny. I was actually sweating while shoveling. But all those drifts, you know, you had half of my driveway was nothing and the other half was like 10 inches of drift. It was terrible. Absolutely hated it. So Monday I wake up, could barely get out of bed. I was like, you got to be kidding me. So, yeah, I was a little bit disappointed that Sean didn't come over and plow my driveway. So I guess. I mean, I was going to, I was going to. You know, give a country, but I mean that was a nice story though. He should come on. He should come on and get your driveway. He should, and that's why I said it two time, two episodes in a row. Because I'm still a little bit salty about it. But if I had to pick a country where Sean, <laughs> well, you you go, wish you were salty because the salt would have taken care of that snow for you. It would have. Yeah, I could have <laughs> literally got all that salt with all the salt I have inside of me right now. Um, so the so the country I'm gonna do today this week, Lithuania. Okay, I, like I was it. gonna say Moldova, but okay. Well, we can save that one. Well, that's not your thing, so. I know. I was just giving you, you know, some advice. I'll use it in like four Sample. months. We'll give Sean a call, even though he's a, like we, we mentioned on Sunday that he whines. I had 350 people we had to help, and we're tired. We got four hours of sleep. I did see, I did see he worked for like 48 straight hours or something ridiculous like that. So that was impressive, at least. I'll yeah. give him his, I'll that's give what, him his props. That's what happens when you open, you know, and have a. I'll, I'll give him his props. I'm just saying. So and it sounds so like it's supposed to snow again next Tuesday. I, I think so, but tonight, to tonight it's going to get super cold. Eh, it's, and it's, it's going to freeze. Like, it's going to be ice. It's not because it's going to be like I, I was looking. It's like thirty degrees at like three in the morning. That's not going to. And then it gets down It'll to be, it gets down to twenty five by tomorrow morning at six a.m. Like early, yeah. but yeah, I'm not. They'll have it salted by then. They're well, yeah, salting I hope it right so. now. Yeah, the roads like, weren't bad at all. Salting it now like doesn't here. make sense to me because it's like it's still well, no, above well, freezing. Well, that's the thing. Like they're but they can know, put that other shit down. They're brining it now. Yeah, they're brining that down that's on what the I'm roads saying. and it kind of it melts it. Give me one of them gummy worms. Those are good. Yeah, they need to because yeah. Yeah, when you open the sharks, you give me one of those. Yeah, okay. I want one of those too. Thank you. Good so. toss. Nice, good beautiful catch. toss. Thank you. That's why I was I mean, a backyard quarterback. <laughs> oh, yeah, I also watched you backyard someone into a tennis net too once. That was me. I put the ball where he could I catch it. Was it. Did he catch it? Oh, I was talking. I thought you meant when I checked him into that. That was probably hockey. I, I think it was both. You checked. No, no, no I got no, checked it, by uh, Nick. I think it was. I, yeah, but I think you checked R. No, Kelly. No, it was. The net. It was R. Kelly. Yeah, it was. You I checked might have him into, the you net. into that for football. Oh well, yeah. Yeah, um, I think I think you threw the shoulder down on him and went right into the tennis net when we were dumb and played flag football on a tennis court. Right? Why I don't know. So call Sean four one nine seven zero four five four seven one. Also, thanks to Verizon, do not they do not wait for the future. They build it. Go to their website, get in touch with a sales rep in your area. Thank you to Tim and Stephanie, as always. Visit Cassandra at PNC and White House. She'll help you with your banking needs, whether it be loans, credit cards, personal banking. She's there to help. Uh, you know, Bear and I sitting over 800 on our credit scores. 825, I, I just checked. What is it? 825. Damn, my, son. Well, because my dad was being a dick and sent me one at 848, so I'm trying to catch him. So I sent him one back. So I'm not very far you know, behind. 850 is the high. That's well, the, the one that goes is like eight ninety. Oh, the so one he had, okay. the FICO, yeah. The, oh, yeah, yeah. That's their city, I think. That yep. we did. So I, I showed because usually it's eight fifty. Yeah, because like Crandall, he's up there. You and I are up there. Brandon's up there. Jake, the the twenty two year old rookie here. He's he. What are you get there? Six sixty nine. Six sixty nine. No, I'm actually over seven now at the truck payments. 
Nice. I like it. Yeah, I just done. Seven sixty. You'll like this. I just spent two grand, right, on my credit card. Paid that bitch right off. See? That's the best part. Yeah, it's the best thing to do. You get no interest. You get Mm -hmm. that, and they're like, oh, he's paying it off right away. I like this. Because I had to buy all the shit for the house. By the way, I got to tell you, I got my house back. Did you? Ex-wife's gone. She moved elsewhere. I got the house back. So we are now no longer live from ex-wife's house or garage we're live from my house so you need to update my invite every week to yes actually you should have done it before because it still says gary's ex-wife's garage so i should change it to the garage so i should just change house. it to the because this is the pod room so now you can That's change it, it like, like, pod room. like i I, like I hated this room when i first rented this this house but i was like i like this room like it's built these walls are built just because they had like they needed an extra bedroom because a family like two families before had this was a bedroom yeah they needed <laughs> extra room and I'm like, this is a perfect pod room. Did they did they keep like enslaved children in here? Right. Makes is... one. They just had to build walls. They build a well, wall. I can tell you right now, when, when you first showed us this house, when we walked right through here, I looked over here and I was like, you know what? This is a this is a, be a great room for the podcast. But you know, I didn't say anything to you. Well, look so... at it, and now it is. It's a beautiful pod yeah. room. It looks good. Got it decorated. Wait, wait, wait. So you thought this was a great podcast? I did. I just looked you at it. Didn't say anything yeah, I didn't to say us. Anything. I thought now it was too. Now you're admitting it. I want to be I, in the I garage because you know I think Gary. I think he was very committed to the garage. So I, well, I was committed to the garage because I didn't want to come into the ex-wife's house because yeah. she took the so, house. But yeah, I figured. You know, I looked around. I said, you know, this is a nice little room. Being, you know. As you can see, you got all this stuff hanging up. It looks really nice. Yeah. Even my Nordame flag right behind me. That looks right like shit. It. It makes, right like there. the entire room looks good except for that nah, piece of shit. No, even the lights on uh, it. No, we, know, got a, we, got a new, we got a new we blanket go. that might go on the wall and cover that Notre Dame. No, I don't it. think so. It's Ohio State. Um, but. Yes. So yeah. we'll keep going. All wear clothing. The original G. Thank you. Uh, you know, hopefully we'll get our shit eventually. I know Justin on the Twitter is actually helping us out. I didn't tell you guys this, I don't think. Helping us out with the logo to clean it up so it'll look good on on uh, some of the merch and swag. Okay. And I do have to throw out there because I know people were kind of wondering, since we won, we said we donate to charity. I just want to revert back that we are always donating to charity. Yep. Bear's been to a couple events representing the podcast. We all went to an event together. We donated, I think uh, we were like one. I looked at this. We were 13% of the money raised, the podcast was, us. I could see that. We put in 13% of the money that was raised wow. at that event. So we did a good job yep. there. I, I, I know. I, <laughs> yeah. I know. You were a big part of that. You were probably five. <laughs> Six percent yourself. I, I might have been half of that. Mm-hmm. Six, six to seven with myself and hot friend included. Yes. So, so yeah, that was that was fun. Um, no, we definitely definitely do um, whatever charity comes through. And like I said, we're always open to any other charity events that are out there. We have no problem bringing our logo, bringing what we ourselves to that, and obviously bringing our cash to that as well. If anyone out there and listener land has any sort of charity events that they like to do, anything along those lines, we're always open to that. That is faux show. We're always trying. Hey, we're, we're all about that. And then, of course, thank you to Charlie's Dodds. Dodge. Visit Ben Meyer. Give him a call, 419-893-0241. I think we did just get a Justin on the Twitter, didn't we? Um, yes, we did. Um, I think probably, what, an hour or so ago. Yeah. Um, I don't have it I'm in front of no, me. No, you're good. I, I've got it. All right. So will Barry Bonds or Roger Clemens ever make the Hall of Fame? And this kind of ties into something I, I have later. I was about to say, do you want to hold that question until we get to the Hall of Fame discussion? Yeah, yeah. Let's we'll, get, we'll hold that. We'll, we'll do it until we'll we get revisit more. Let's, let's start with college basketball because that ties right into our Hall of Fame talk that we're going to go over here in a little bit anyways. Oh, yeah. So college basketball top 25 changed drastically this week. Yeah, with that Michigan loss to what, Wisconsin? Michigan lost by yes. 10 to Wisconsin in Michigan, I think, right? No, it was, it was, I think sure? it was in Wisconsin. Well, it might have been. I, yeah, I didn't watch the game. I, I did see them lose. They lost by 10. Um, 
Duke lost as well. No, no, no. Did they? Yeah. yeah. They, oh, they lost, they lost last Syracuse. Monday. They lost yeah, on Syracuse. Lost, last, so yeah. it's so it's a whole week pushing that. Um, so Tennessee went up to one. Tennessee blew somebody out um, or this week at some point. I can't remember. They're playing at Vandy today, and they're winning right now. Duke second, Virginia third. Duke beat Virginia in Duke, um, what, last night or Monday night? I can't remember. Um, yeah, it was a couple nights ago. I think it was Monday night. They beat um, they beat Virginia. That was a 2-3 matchup. That was Virginia's first loss of the year. I think they only lost by, what, three? It was a really good game. It was really tight. Zeon took over at the end, ended up beating them. Um, Gonzaga's fourth at 18-2. and two. Michigan dropped down to fifth with that loss at Wisconsin. Um, kind of surprising. I don't – I mean, I know that Wisconsin isn't ranked and they're not having a great year, but Wisconsin is always a solid basketball school. I don't know why they dropped that many spots, but it Wait, is what, what are, it what is. are they again? They're in fifth right now, 17-1. and one. Michigan, Oh, Michigan? Michigan, Michigan State. Okay. Michigan. I thought you were talking about uh, Wisconsin. No, no, no. Wisconsin isn't ranked um, unless they – no, they, they'll probably be ranked uh, this week if they can win another game Saturday. Michigan State is sixth, right behind Michigan. Nevada, seven. Kentucky, eight. Kansas, nine. Virginia Tech, ten. Um, Virginia Tech just got blown out by North Carolina, who's 11, so North Carolina will jump them this week in the standings – or next week, I should say. Marquette at 12, Maryland at 13, another Big Ten team. According to the AP, Texas Tech and Buffalo are tied at 14 with the same amount of points. Auburn 16, Houston 17, Villanova, Iowa. And Villanova's climbed back into the rankings, by the way, up four spots. They've won, I think, about seven in a row. To finish that out, Iowa was 19, Ole Miss, NC State, Mississippi State, Louisville, Iowa State, and LSU round out the top 25. Um, like I said, basketball, we're getting we're getting closer. We we're, are. We're not quite in the middle of, um, you know, um, what do I want to say, conference play, but we're getting to that point. Um, it's mid-January, a little bit late January, actually, so we're getting closer and closer to March Madness. Um, I'm pretty excited now. This is about the time I start watching college basketball. You get the really good games on Sundays in the afternoon, Saturdays in the afternoon on CBS that you can watch. So we'll see how it goes. Like I said, Duke-Virginia was the biggest matchup. Tennessee just, I mean, killing it. I like seeing Tennessee up there. I don't think they've been ranked one for what? It's been like 15 years or I something like this that. This is their second said. time in like their whole school history. Mm-hmm. So yeah. It's been a while. So it's good yeah. to see Tennessee up there. I like the way they, um, they, I mean, they show them as a team and they do, they were the first ones to where they're, I don't know what their star player's name is and, and forgive me for that, but he goes and dunks to end their shoot around and everyone else jumps. I don't know if you've seen that. They do it in slow-mo. And then Murray State copied it. Um, that would, yeah, I thought Murray State did it first. That the guy who's like ranked number three in no, the draft. Yeah, that Jay, what's his name, Job. It's like Jalen or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but. yeah, And then he's a I watched him. He put up like thirty-seven the other night or something like that. So it'll be interesting to watch Murray State because um, they probably will make the tournament. It seems like they do quite a bit. So if they make the tournament, they'll definitely be a sleeper team, and we'll get there as we get closer to March. Yeah. But, yeah, they actually were second. To, Tennessee did it first, and I think they got the idea from Tennessee. But that was the second team I've seen do it, and I'm sure more and more will do it as they go. But, yeah, I mean, still, you know, Zion, Zion, however you want to pronounce it, is going to be is projected first right now in the NBA draft with R.J. Barrett behind him. And then, yeah. Your that, cousin? Uh, he is. Yes. I claim him as my cousin. Unless he gets drafted like fifth or less, then we're no longer related. <laughs> Just like JT Barrett. Every time that he won, he was my cousin. When he'd lose, he was no longer my cousin. So, um, yeah, it'll be 
it'll be good. Uh, it, it's going to be good rolling down the stretch of college basketball. There's a lot of good teams. I mean, there's only one five-loss team in the top 25 right now. Everyone is four and less, so that's pretty impressive. Normally by this time you have a couple five-loss teams up there. So there's a lot of good basketball teams. It's going to make for a fun run down the stretch to March, that's for sure. Yeah, this is about the time I start watching other games and following other than Notre Dame. Um, so yeah, this is this is we're getting we're getting ready. Uh, February, you know, the last half of the conference play, and then we get into March Madness, and you know, the best time uh, of the year to be a sports fan, really, March Madness. And um, so yeah, I'm I'm, I'm pretty excited. Um, Duke, you know, still I'm still going to ride with them as my national champion. I think they're still. I think we, three of us did pick Duke, right? Yes. Yeah, and you think, weren't on the show yet. I, I think they're I still had, the favorite. I thought Jake picked. No, I definitely, I definitely picked it. This wasn't Duke. It, it was, I don't know. I'll have to, I'll have to go back and Kansas, look. Kansas, Michigan State. Because I think I picked. Yeah, we'll have to go back and listen. I think I picked Duke over Villanova. Well, I, I have it I on had Villanova in my. Favorite. I have it on some of the notes. I think over there, because uh, you said keep those. Because we got to get on the board. I know we got to update the board because we still got college football up. We we need some time there. Uh, Bear's going to try to get this for us. And while he tries to get this, and we'll, we'll revisit it back, I'm going to go into the NBA a little bit. So we've got in the Eastern Conference, Milwaukee is a half game ahead of Toronto. They're in first place, sitting at 34-12. and 12. Indiana is third, uh, three and a half out. Philadelphia is fourth, four and a half out. Boston has won four in a row. And we get back into Boston, um, me being the Celtics fan here. They, they are the most, like, they are either hot as shit or they just start losing a few games at a time. And... And it for me, it kind of begs the question, and I, I kind of want to get your guys' feedback here. Do you think Boston is too deep? And should they trade some of their depth and get a superstar like an Anthony Davis, which they can't do that this year? But do you think they're too deep, and maybe that's why they're not meshing all the time? Go ahead, Brandon. I saw you shaking your head. I was just shaking my head to Anthony Davis being traded this year. It's, yeah, that can't happen. Well, he, yeah, he can't go to Boston. This year. He can go to L.A. Yeah. He can't go to Boston. Yeah, which, yeah, weird, but... Um, no, I think I I don't know. I, I they're twenty nine and eighteen right now. Yeah, twenty nine and eighteen right now. I think I don't I wouldn't say they're too deep. I'd say I haven't watched much of Bo- much of Boston, so I'm just going off their record and who I know is on the team. But um no, I, I'd keep it the way it is. I wouldn't make any changes. Brad Stevens, you know, one of the best coaches in the NBA. Um I wouldn't I don't like trading, you know, a bunch of players, you know, hope to get a star player. And then, you know, I, I don't know. I just – I think Boston should just stick, keep the way it is. I think they're still going to get the number two seed. You know, they, they are behind Bo- uh, Philadelphia by two. Oh, no, they can't get the two seed. They can get uh, – what is it, the – no, they no they can win the – what is it? They can get one through eight. Yeah. it's No, but they can't get the NHL, dude. Yeah, but they can't get a two seed. Who? I think it goes to the, the yeah they can they, yeah they, they they'll can't, get a four seed. They well no they they could get a two seed if they win their division and someone else does. But they're they're not going to win. They're not going to be yeah. That's what I'm saying. They're, the they're not going to they're not no gonna no win the they're division. not going to be Toronto. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think at best they're going to get a four seed. Yeah, because so. they won't beat Toronto out. But to and I'm sorry, Brandon, if I interrupted <laughs> you to finish your point. I don't. In my opinion, I don't think there is such thing as being too deep. Um, you see these lineup, you see, like I said, you see what the Cavs have done over the last couple of years when they had LeBron. They didn't, they weren't deep at all. They rotated seven or eight guys, and that's what they played with. And you saw that they got tired, and it just they weren't great at certain times. Yes, they won a championship doing that, but that was when they had you know two super, three superstars really. Because I, I think Kevin Love is a superstar in the league. He really is. I mean, he is a top twenty-five player when healthy. There's no doubt about it. Um, I think that. Like, like I said, there is no such thing as being too deep. I think that 
they just need to get back into the groove with Hayward again is really what I – and they're getting there. You know, you've seen it. Kyrie was being a baby um, a couple weeks ago, and you saw he called LeBron and asked how to be a leader. He apologized to Hayward. I think he apologized to the team. I think he apologized to LeBron too. He did apologize to LeBron. And and I think that Kyrie is finally realizing that he needs to stop – I don't want to say acting like a child, but he needs to stop acting immature and he needs to start being a leader because he is the leader of that team. In my opinion, that, no, no, I Horford, agree. That's his team. Horford is the veteran of that team, and He's Horford is like the, the vet in the locker room. And Horford Absolutely. is a great role player. Horford is not the leader of that team like no, Kyrie it's is. Kyrie. Hayward isn't the leader. Marcus Morris isn't the leader. And and it's your Kyrie. guy that's coming up that will eventually be the and leader. Tatum needs, you know, Tatum is going to be the leader of that team. Exactly. He needs, he needs something to follow. So and I that's hope Kyrie. I hope that that sparked in Kyrie's head, and maybe that's why he made the call to LeBron and he apologized to his teammates and I would assume Brad Stevens to realize, look. I need to be that role model for Tatum if this team's going to keep going and going. When I'm older, I get traded away in the future if that happens, whatever the case may be. So I think in in that respect, I really do think that Kyrie, I'm hoping he's turning over a new leaf and he's just not doing all this just for bullshit publicity. I really hope that's not the case. Yeah, I hope so too. So to kind of finish that out. And uh, And they were my pick, so. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want them to lose, <laughs> and I hope you guys are right because I took Golden State, and I would hope I'd rather have you guys right, of course. I mean, I got Philly and Golden State, so I, I just want to say we're not in the NFL yet, but there's only one person on this show that has a chance to win, and that's this guy right yeah. here. Yep, Tom Brady, the goat. Um, but back to basketball. Wait, what? For oh yeah, yeah, yeah I'm the only one that has true. a team left true. in this. But, but we'll get we're going to talk about yeah, we'll controversy a little later. We'll um, but yeah, so we've got uh, the Brooklyn Nets. The Nets, shockingly, ten and a half, six seed. Uh, Miami Heat are twelve behind, and the Charlotte Hornets are twelve and a half. Pistons are two games out of eighth and place. Lost my margarita bet to Andy, as well as the Washington Wizards. <laughs> I almost it's told eight. him it shouldn't have counted. I, th- I told him next year. I said. With the Cavs sucking, like the Pistons, there's no reason why they shouldn't have gotten 20 wins before the new year. I said, so next year when we make our freaking margarita bet, because we bet six or five margaritas um, for whoever gets 20 wins first, and I knew the Cavs really didn't have a chance to do it this year, but I still bet because you never know. And it's They don't even have 10. I know. (laughs) And that's my thing is that I think next year I'm going to tell them, look, if they don't have it, because the Pistons were, you know, they were supposed to be top five. Well, they have a good team. They're they top got five, top they, five in the East. Yeah, who'd you hear that from? I mean, that's what the experts are saying. They oh. they literally got the best. I coach. wish they got the best coach in the East in the off season to I wish. coach to Who's coach that? a great squad. Detroit? Yeah, they got Dwayne Casey. Oh yeah, they got Kay- the guy that got. Well, job. I understand the guy. The guy he, Casey. He got job because he couldn't beat LeBron, and it wasn't his fault. He should still be in Toronto. Absolutely. So they got Casey. They've got a great squad. And they're still underperforming. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what's going on. I, I I can tell you right now, this is what's wrong with the East. Is the Pistons are twenty and twenty six, and they're two games out of being the eighth spot. Yep. Like that's embarrassing. I mean, you have two teams right now in the East that are under five hundred. It's embarrassing in the playoffs. Yeah, and that's okay. So let's switch over to the West. Jake, what do you got for the West? All right, so we got Golden State sitting at thirty three and fourteen. Then Denver one game back at thirty one and fourteen. Oklahoma City four games back at twenty nine and eighteen, Portland five games back at twenty nine and twenty, Houston six and a half games back at twenty six and twenty, San Antonio six and a half games back at twenty seven twenty one, Utah in the seventh seed at twenty six and twenty two seven and a half games back, and then the L A Clippers the eighth seed twenty five and twenty two eight games back. 
So with uh, the the Lakers, I know the Lakers are only a half game out of eighth place. Do you think when they get LeBron back, you th- do we think they make the playoffs? Yes, they're not going to not make the playoffs. LeBron is. I know he has a quote unquote groin injury, and I'm I I know he does. But I don't think it's as severe as what he thinks it is. And to be 100% honest with you, I think he's resting. Yeah. He's doing this. And now Lonzo, what do you think about the loss of Lonzo four to six weeks? That hurts. And the funny thing is I was talking today with some guys at work and was telling them that, you know, I feel bad because um, Lonzo is an absolute – I think Lonzo is better than I thought he was going to be. And that's one of those things that I regret saying he was going to be bad and he was going to suck. He has a terrible shot. He still does, but the dude can ball. He is. He just is active. He's everywhere. He's great assisting. He's a great facilitator. He's wonderful at getting in there and rebounding and doing the dirty work. Yeah, he's not the greatest scorer in the world, but so be it. Dude. He is. A, he is a. This is. This is what I. Sorry, Brandon. No, I'm, you're fine. I'm I, after, I, thought, I, I thought you were done. I'm done after this. He is a better Rajon Rondo, in my yes. opinion. Yes. That's what he no, I completely agree. He can put up 12, 12, and 12 anytime he wants, and he doesn't have a great shot. He can facilitate wonderfully, and he gets in and does the dirty work and can rebound. But when do you needed. think he plays better defense than Rondo? Yes, absolutely. Yes, yes. And you, we, that's what I was going for. But Rondo, but when, <laughs> but when, but when Rondo was younger, Rondo played good defense. Dude, Rondo was, and Rondo was only six one. He didn't play great defense. That was he my, played good defense. That was my favorite is thing. He not six one anymore. No, he's six. I'm just saying. <laughs> he's six <laughs> foot and a half. Yeah, <laughs> he shrunk a little bit. No, people would always say like, "God, Rondo's so short." I'm like, you do realize he's six one. Right, I mean, he looks short amongst the Giants yeah, out there. Taller but he's than taller than me. Now, right. now he's healthy, right? Rondo, yeah, he's healthy. He, he's back, but okay, is he going to shoot better than forty-seven percent at the free throw line? No, probably well, not. better than forty-seven at the free throw. Yeah, yeah, that's what overall, I'm saying. That's what, no, that's what Lonzo shoots. Yeah, oh yeah, at the free throw line, yes, absolutely. And as a jump shot, hell no. <laughs> like, no. no, his jump shot is awful. He's. Do you think the, his dad is teaching him from the free throw line? Free throw line. And, Lonzo's? Yeah. I hope I think, not. I hope not. Hopefully LeBron is. Trash. And, that's, and this is what I was talking about because it came I'm, up as LaMelo plays in Ohio now. He plays for the Spire Academy. Yeah. And honestly, I think that I, it makes me mad that his dad had any say because he ruined his kids, you know? Like well, is not even playing. He didn't get drafted. Right. And, and, and LaMelo is playing at the Spire Academy in Ohio now. Yeah. You know he just played Rodgers whatever weeks ago and yeah. they sold out. But what I'm saying is his dad, their their dad, I think ruined them, and everyone's gonna look down on them. And Lonzo is the quietest one of them all. And oh, he's, absolutely, he's the best of them all, you know. And I, I feel bad because everyone judges right to him because of his dad. It's not his fault that his dad can't shut his damn mouth, you know. In my opinion. Well, I just I just don't know how. And Lonzo, I think he's a great player. He's gonna he's gonna be you know one of the you know he's gonna be great you know for his career. But um, you know I hope I don't. Think the loss will, will hurt that hurt him that bad, you know, especially with Rondo being back and everything. Because I know Rondo was out for a couple games, but um, just overall, to be someone that's in the NBA, you got to think. Unless your name is Shaq, you have to think you're going to shoot better at the free throw line than 47. <laughs> percent I'm sorry, that's just. I mean, you know, I to, to shoot 47 percent from the free throw line is is. I don't want to say it's embarrassing, but it's almost embarrassing. I mean. You're an NBA player. As a point guard, it is because yes. because you expect yes. point guards, shooting guards, small forwards, really. God damn it! Purdue's beating Ohio State by nine. That's okay. You uh, you expect these guys because they're better shooters. You expect them to shoot better. You know you don't expect that you don't expect the big men to shoot that great. And honestly, that's kind of changed a little bit. The big men kind of shoot well. Is that Zizek? Ooh, that was a good move. Sorry, we just turned the Some Cavs guy Celtics I wish we on. Did, we, that the Celtics didn't trade. Oh, nice. 
Not as good as Brandon, but nice. The tacos I ate earlier. I've had tacos like three out of four nights for dinner because I made like a humongous batch like mm-hmm. an idiot. And I did like, that with spaghetti. I yeah, I couldn't get, I can't get rid of it. This is, that's the worst part when you make spaghetti. You make a whole batch of yourself, and you eat it three days in a row, and that fourth day you're just like, God, I just don't want spaghetti. Right. It's just too much. Right. But then you yeah, end up yeah, eating it, it anyways. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Kevin, so Kevin Love is not – he's out, right? Yes, yes. still. How long, how long is he out for? It, he's going to get traded before. That's what I was about to ask you. I think he's going to get traded. he comes back, he'll I, get traded. That's what I was going to ask you. Do yeah. you think he gets traded? By, he's going to get traded for picks and some – you know, middle of the t- middle tier player. What do you what do you what do you ask for if you're the Cavs? What do you ask for? Oh, a first round, absolutely. You think he's still capable of being oh, a first I, round? I, yeah, I mean, yeah, Kevin. I mean, I, I I'm a Kevin Love fan. I like Kevin Love. Yeah. I, I loved when he was you know doing what he was doing at Minnesota. Then when he came Is to the Kyrie Cavs, Kyrie hurt. Sorry, I just saw Rozier's playing. Um, I don't know to be honest with you, but he definitely just carried that. That's for damn sure. I just saw that. Um, I don't know if Kyrie's hurt. I I do think though, Brandon, to answer your question, Kevin Love still is capable of having a first round pick oh, yeah. because he's still a dude that can get in. Like if you put him on a team that doesn't have a great rebounder, if you put him on Boston, I mean Horford Horford can board, but he can't. You know he can't board like Kevin Love can board, and that's just my opinion. Um, you facility. You know what? If they were smart, Kevin Love, you could trade to Boston, get those picks back. I know Danny Ainge doesn't want to trade him. Trade Aaron Baines. I love Baines, man. He's, yeah, but you trade. But if you have Horford and Love, oh, that'd be sick. Now, granted, they're slower, so it would kind of suck. But you play. Think of putting out a lineup with, let's just say for fun, Kyrie Tatum, Marcus Morris. Ooh, Baines just got, <laughs> Baines just got yeah, stuffed by look, Alec look Burks. Right in, right in there. They've got Tatum, Marcus Smart's down here. Rozier's right there. That's Aaron Baines, and uh, Sexton to the hole. Oh, who else this is, is in? a little too much. Um. Who else is in right now? Marcus Smart. Oh, Mar- or Morris. You, wait, so you got Marcus Morris. But I'm, yeah, Marcus Morris, Marcus Smart, Jason Tatum, Aaron Baines, and Terry Rozier. Okay, so here's your lineup. Ready? Your lineup now is Kyrie. Kyrie playing the one. Tatum, yep. Marcus Morris. You have then probably Horford playing the four and Love playing the five. What about Jalen Brown? They should trade him. Yeah, but you can have Brown come off the bench and do 28 minutes still. Mm. I'm just saying this is your starting lineup. Mm. You trade Baines. And a first-round pick, you get Kevin Love. I think they could do it. They may have to give something else up. Um, I don't know how much more. They're not going to give up Rozier. They won't. I don't. They're not going to give up Jalen Brown. Um, so you'd have to give up someone a little bit lower. On I the bet bench. you they give up Jalen Brown for a pick in Love, but I don't think the Cavs would do it. No, the Cavs would want a big man probably in there. Uh, maybe not big. Maybe like a four, um, because they do have you know Zizek, and they need what, to keep what, him going. What about Baines and Brown for Love and a first rounder? No, the Cavs won't trade a first rounder. You don't think so? No, no way. The Cavs are in the business of getting picks, not trading picks. This is true. So I, I, I think that. No, it's Kevin Love by himself in the, the, the last word. Yeah, it'll be Love by himself. They'll ask for a first round pick and probably a player, or cash or something like that. But yeah, I do think, like you said, Brandon, to answer your question for I think the third time now, he is worthy of a first round pick still. Um, but you got to do it now. You got to do it when he gets healthy. I don't think you can wait another year or two because he's not getting any younger. But Kevin Love can still play. Well, I'm going to move us forward because we've got a lot of discussion on this show. It's going to be a longer show, and I, I looked at our agenda that I put together for the wrestling show on Sunday. That's going to be a long show, too. Did we figure out if we're going to record in the morning or if we're going to record at night? Uh, I think we're going to record in the morning. I'm not going to be able to hang out for Royal Rumble. I'll probably just watch that at home. Okay. I have a busier week, and i got to do my Dale Carnegie reading. So uh, there sure you go. there you go. on Sunday, too. Well, let's go NHL. Um, so in the Eastern Conference in the Atlantic Division, Tampa Bay still number one, 76 points. Toronto's at two with 60. Boston in third with 59. Montreal also has 59, but they're in fourth. 
because of the tiebreaker. In the Metropolitan in the East, you've got the Islanders have jumped to first with 63 points, the Capitals with 60, the Blue Jackets with 59, and the Penguins with 58. Um, it's interesting to kind of see what's happening. The they're, they're, We're kind of starting to see some separation in, in the NHL, and uh, the team that's really the, that I'm going to talk about here in a little bit as we get into the Western Conference, which I'll we'll just give that up real quick, uh, Winnipeg is 64 points. They've played three less games than Nashville, who's in second at 62. Uh, and this is in the Central Division, by the way. Minnesota at 53 points. Dallas at 52 points. In the Pacific, the hottest team in the NHL right now, Calgary Flames, 71 points. They're only five points behind Tampa now. They're also only nine goals behind Tampa. Remember when we said that Tampa was like 30 goals ahead? Yep. Calgary's just blowing the shit out of people. Yeah, they're 8-1-1 one, and one in their last 10. Yeah, nine, and they're nine goals, like we said. Uh, they're the hot, hottest team in the NHL. They're six six games ahead of my uh, my other pick. To, who did I, we got to go back and look at that. I think I took San Jose to win the Cup, didn't I? San Jose or Tampa, do we got that over there? You want to give the update on that? And then we got Vegas, who's still there at 62 points. They're 10 points ahead of Vancouver, who's in fourth at 52. Yeah, so you took San Jose over Tampa Bay. So and let's just we'll not just, looking too bad right now. Yeah, go into those. We'll just do a little recap. Yeah. So you took, like you said, San Jose in six over Tampa Bay, which right now San Jose is sitting in second in the Pacific. Tampa Bay obviously first in the entire NHL. Brandon took Nashville over Pittsburgh in six. Nashville right now sitting in second in the Central in the West, and Pittsburgh sitting in fourth in the Metropolitan. So both your teams are in the playoffs. I took Toronto over Nashville in six. Toronto sitting in second behind Tampa right now in the Atlantic. And as we just mentioned, Nashville's sitting in second in the Central. So that's in. And Nick took Toronto over Anaheim. And right now, Anaheim, we I think we they're mentioned. Out. They're, they're out. out They're out right now. But, but we just mentioned. one point. But they lost, like, what, 15 in a row or 12 in a row, something wild like that. So I think that it's still okay. Anaheim can still come back. They had their big loss now. So now it's time for them to make a run. But just look at that. And when you think about this, they're 21, 20, and 9. So really, they're 21 and 29 when you look at it. Because overtime losses just, just crush you. But you still get a point yeah, for an still overtime get a point. loss. Right. Which is huge. So if you're going to lose, it'd be nice. You could be 21, 0, and 29. You're still getting 29 points exactly. on top of the 42 points. You're still sitting at 60 some points. You'd be looking great. And like you said, you don't lose 12 in a row. I mean, they're, they're one, one point out of the playoffs right now after losing 12 games in a row. Did they? I'm pretty sure it was 12. I'm going to have to look back it at was, that. It was a big number. But I didn't realize how many it was. So, I mean, think about it. Before the year started, four of us took NHL teams. And there's only, out of all those eight, you know, out of all the You were absolutely that correct, have, by the way. 12, 12 in a row. Seven, you know, seven of the teams that we have are in the playoffs right now. And only one of them is out by one point. So that's pretty solid. And, of course, the one person who has that who's out by one point is the guy who plays and, hockey. And by the Good way, job, but by the way, NHL is the hardest fucking thing to pick. Like, when you get into the playoffs and it's one through eight, the eight seed can win easily. Yep. It's not I, like the NFL where it can happen sometimes where that six seed wins because right now we know we had one versus two and one versus two, and now we've got a two versus two, and right? I, you're right, and I, and I think I told you last year when we did this, I was I, I missed one team in the entire playoffs. You did. Playoffs. Yeah, you did tell One me. team. In the NHL. That's, that is impossible if i would put money on that i would want a lot of money and of course when i do it this year i'll probably get like you know five of you know five of seven or i'll I'll just completely struggle this year i'm sure because i had such a dominant performance last year but i mean nhl you're right gary it is very hard to pick very hard to choose good offensive foul there good job jetty sorry damn it 
freaking Tatum. What a cheater. He's a cheater for pushing. Come Can't on, be man. off. Damn cheater. <laughs> Sorry. Do, so you, that, do, that, you think, do you think that Tatum is capable in the future of winning in MVP? Oh, absolutely. Good. Um, do you, so do you think that that was a good pick by them? Yeah. The, pro- the problem again. is the future is eight years away because with LeBron, with Anthony Davis, yeah. it's going to you know harden. Westbrook, it's going to be tough to win an MVP with those guys playing at the top of their game, you know. But I think it's certainly possible so that he can do it. Before we go into baseball, while I'm thinking about this, and and this, I am dead serious about this. I do. I know we're going to do a show. Um, I know we talked about on April 20th we were potentially going to do a show at the Mud Hens. We're going to have to move that because Jake and I are actually going to be in Florida now. Jake and I have to work a couple shows. We got to work Garth Brooks and Rolling Stones in you Florida. Gotta celebrate 420. Yes, okay. we're going to be. Uh, what do we have first? Garth, I think, in Gainesville, and I think we or the Stones in Gainesville at Florida Stadium, the Gators, and then we got to do Jacksonville. Uh, we got to do the. I think Garth Brooks. We do Jacksonville, so it'll be a good time. Wait, these are actual like stadium shows in the big stadiums? Yeah, yeah, like in in University of Florida Stadium. I think we're doing the Stones. So, well, yeah, that's the, the Garth and the Stones aren't going to play anywhere else. They're not yeah. playing the Huntington Center. Yeah. I mean, the Stones we saw at Comerica. I mean, and they filled out the entire and, and when stands I did when I did the, the field. I sold two of the Stone shows. I did Kansas City, and then I also did uh, Indianapolis Motor Speedway, which was awesome. Um, they play yeah. in the infield. And this will be fun to do. We're going to do that in April. We just got asked to do it, so we're definitely going to go down and do it. Um, yeah, Garth is doing his uh, college stadium tour now because yeah. he started with Notre Dame. Because did we, you watch uh, that on TV? I have not watched it yet. I you know I had well, to work. So. We're doing we're in, um, in March. We're also doing Garth at the Dome in St. Louis. At, you worked at seven p.m. on a Sunday night. Well, it it, it was on t- It happened on October twentieth. It was live. It wasn't on yes, TV. Parent, parents' neighbor. And then one. and then they showed yeah. it on December second, and I had to be to work at eleven thirty that night. So I was kind of sleeping when it was on at eight o'clock. So. But so. my, my point was, we're going to do a baseball show. <laughs> I don't know when. It might be in June. We'll see. We're going to definitely do it. I got the office ready to go whenever we want to reserve it. Um, and the other show that I, I am dead serious, I want to do this. I've got, like, we've got all the girls that want to be involved with it. I know wife will probably want to be involved. I know hot friend will want to be involved. Girlfriend over here will want to be involved. And uh, Jake, do you have a girlfriend again? Is it the same girl? No, you single? Same, same old stuff, dude. So what does that mean? No, no, you got to give us an update. <laughs> Update is single life is still single. Uh, yep, single life is still the thing right now. So just no, taking I, it day by day. Well, I have. Uh, I, I guess you could say girlfriend Kelly, which we'll we'll talk about some other day. But the uh, um, the fun thing is, I really want to do the show that I talked about. I talked about the uh, Brandon didn't understand, so we're going to talk a little bit about this. I told Bear about this that I'd love to do this someday when we don't have shit to worry about. Would be the if you've seen Always Sunny, the gang beats Boggs, but it would be the pod beats Boggs, and it would be the pod beats Patty Boggs because we're going to beat Patty's Pub and the Boggs, which we got to drink more than 71 beers as a podcast. Now, I said we could have a couple of guests on here because if we we need at least six people, because if we have six people, we can drink 12 beers a piece. Okay, well, if we get a pick, Nick will be on here. Oh, God, yes, Nick cannot drink all of us together okay so. so we'll have nick on so we already knew that and maybe we'll get uh, ryan to come back from the grown-ups so let's get that we'll get us six in. we got to drink 72 beers in a matter of a we'll do a longer show we'll do a three-hour show just talk about movies whatever we'll talk about anything sports all you're gonna hear is just <laughs> at least at least 72 times but i did I, I will tell you this so uh girlfriend bear said she just wants to be the person that marks the shirts so she just wants to come and mark I'll, all our shirts. I'll have to get a white tee. Yeah, so we all got to get a white tee. 
We're going to mark it, and we're going to do the Pod Beats Boggs, or the Pod Beats Patty Boggs, because, and Patty, which is funny because it could be a person's name, but it's Patty's Pub and Wade Boggs. We're going to do it as a podcast. That'll be a good one, because what we'll do is we can, obviously, we'll just put our two shows together instead of having a Wednesday and a Sunday. We'll just do it on, like, a Saturday, like you said. Yeah, and we'll do wrestling and. the sports and the wrestling all together, and it'll be good because you have the extra people on it. They'll get into wrestling, have no idea, but then at the same time. It'll it'll throw us off, though. It'll throw us into an, an... or you know what we'll do? We'll cut off the show. It'll still be part one, part two. That's what we'll do. Part one, we'll take a halftime break after sports, and then we'll do part two. We'll just re-record, and just you know, we'll just call it part one and part two, episode you know whatever we want to say, episode sixty-one, sports part 69. one and sixty-two. Patty beats Boggs continued, <laughs> or the pod beats Patty Box. Yeah, that'll be uh, that'll be an interesting one. That's for sure. Or we could do what part one, the gang beats Boggs, part or the the pod beats Boggs, and and part two is the pod beats Patty's pub. <laughs> yeah, and can. then we could. I bet you you could tweet them, Caitlin Olson and Rob McElhaney, and and you just tweet and the guys. show. Yeah, just tweet the show. I bet you that they would be they would love that shit. It would be interesting. Let's see what we'd see exactly what they'd say on that. That would be uh, that'd be fun. Brandon, are you down for that? We'd have to tweet it off of our podcasting. That would get oh, all course. those views. <laughs> Brandon, do you think do you think that's one that we could do live? A live show? Uh, a live super show would be part one and part two? I probably wouldn't. I would prefer to be in an enclosed area, a house, maybe not out and about for that one. We can do it in here. We can do it in my house. I don't care. Everybody can crash here. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. We'll I do mean, it on a weekend that Grayson's not here. Somebody can crash in Grayson's bed. Somebody can sleep with me. I got a king. And that would be live, so. I am not sleeping on Grayson's bed. I, I'm making that clear. Well, yeah, because we don't want you to throw up all over it. Yeah, you can sleep on the couch. And Brandon, no, you, you can sleep outside. You can sleep on place. the couch. Brandon can sleep in Grayson's bed. Bear can sleep with me because we'll be far enough apart. Oh yeah. What? Sixty nine. I mean, I guess. All right. We could sleep ass to face. <laughs> so I would love that, and I was serious about that. I'm like, God, that would be so much fun. Just a good show to. That to would do. actually be a good summer show, just to do it in the garage. Yes. We could take everything Dude, back out to the garage. It'd we be could nice fucking and grill during the show. Yep. You could just, <laughs> just you could throw your beer cans on the floor. It doesn't matter. <laughs> All right, so we're going to do Dude, you know what? Fuck it. Right now we're calling it. It's July. Episode 99 and 100. What? July is a busy month, dude. I don't give a <laughs> fuck. If you can't be here, you can't be here. We're going to have to split up 12 more beers amongst oh, five we'll of us. Find, we'll find, we can find somebody else. We can make someone on we'll get team. We'll get a hot friend there. We'll get girlfriend. We'll get the wife. Who cares? We'll all just drink beer. We'll get, we can We can get a good team. Going maybe that. maybe that's what we should do. So we got to beat 72. If we've got, if we count the girlfriends, the wives, whatever, let's go for 100 beers for the 100th show. Let's do that. 100th show. 99 and 100. We got it. We'll record on the same day, which would actually be July 27th, which is a Saturday. I do know this. I'm already ready for this. July 27th, if we're around, episode 99 and 100, the pod beats box and the pod beats Patty's pub. We'll you, see when we get there. Yeah. I think that would be the good time to do it. Episode 100. 100, beer, 100 beers is a lot. Because, you know, the other thing here is that sh- that's uh, Ryan's birthday is the 24th. So if we can get him to come back on for episode 99 and 100, you know, he'd pound beers all day long. He'd be down. But it's not all day long. It's only for three hours. So, <laughs> well, but, we've got, but if we're doing like wrestling and sports, it could be up to four hours. I think we can do it. It could, but still, that's four hours. So if we've got eight people, if you have ten people, that's ten beers a person in four hours. We can fucking do it. No, I don't think so. Ten beers in four hours? Yeah, you can do that. Okay, I'm not saying I can't do it. I'm just saying if you have other friends and girlfriends and hot friends and what around, I know that's not going to happen. I personally guarantee that's not going to happen. 
so if we do each four beers an hour, that's 16 beers each, right? So that'd be 64 beers amongst the four of us. Is that possible? I mean, that's possible. And how, many it, beers, and you pulled, how many beers? 16 you pull, beers in four hours. You pull Brandon out of retirement. Yeah, four beers an hour. Have a good breakfast that day. <laughs> we might have to take, like, sponsor breaks to throw up. <laughs> yes. So what if, now wait a minute. What if what if instead of buying all this beer we get kegs? Yes. And we fill up get a keg. Uh, no. It's no. gotta be cans. Gotta be cans. No, you can't you can't do a keg because it doesn't work that way. You got sixteen ounce cups, it's just Yeah, 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 you're right. It doesn't work that all way. Alright, so we'll do we're gonna do it. We just gotta pick the I think you said Nick, we gotta get on, we gotta get, try to get Ryan on. And even it, dude, even if we could get the grown-ups out here, all of them, there's five of them. Well, then that would be a different story because there's five of them. Exactly. There's five of them, four of us, nine of us drinking 100 beers. I think we could do it. That's, now that would be more feasible. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to talk to them about doing it. So we want to do this show. Yeah. <laughs> for our hundredth episode, and because uh, maybe you know what, maybe that's what we'll do. We'll do 99 on that Wednesday. Just do 99 and the hundredth show, which will be all wrestling. We'll just make it a super show for wrestling, and we'll just cover. A bunch of shit. Wrestling movies, wrestling pay-per-views. We'll watch a couple. Maybe we'll watch an... Dude, we could watch an entire WrestleMania and just fucking critique that. Yeah. Well, back in the day, it'd be four hours. Now it's seven hours. Oh, so. uh, yeah. But, um, so, yeah, I wanted to talk about that. We got into it a little too much. So I want to talk about the MLB update. So Nick Markakis is staying with the Braves as Drupal Cabrera went to the Rangers. Sonny Gray got traded to the Reds. Uh, that's good for the Yankees, good for the Reds. They don't get a number one. It's, he's not going to be a number one guy. He's got a 53% rate in ground balls, and he's in great American ballpark. Perfect. He's going to be a good fit. He's not a number one guy. He will be a number two, number three. Definitely. Great great for them. They traded um, their number seven the prospect, uh, the second baseman, Shed something. He went to New York for a hot second. Now he's in uh, Seattle. They got a center fielder out of it. And you've got. Uh, we'll get into now the Hall of Fame. Well, before that, I, w- I want to say we, there was some sad news. Um, announced, I think, a couple days ago, um, at least for me, Miller Park in Milwaukee, they're changing their name. Um, you know, for someone who <laughs> likes Miller Lite beer, yeah, they're changing their name. So it's going to be interesting to see what they change their name to. But, uh, yeah, that was just Maybe sad it's Miller Lite Park. I don't know. But you know what? There we go. <laughs> you just got some all over you. I don't care. The, shark, toast, t- the shark. I'm toasting. <laughs> To the name change. You gonna Here, pour, I'll toast to you, buddy. Very unfortunate. I'll toast with you. Pour one out for the homie. Yes. Yeah. In the ballpark. Me and uh, Stag guy over here are drinking Tootsie Roll, which is chocolate whiskey and cream sodas. And we had the loopy shots before the show. It was a great time. Mm-hmm. So, but, uh, yeah, I just wanted to say that they're going to change their name. And <laughs> thank you. Appreciate <laughs> it. So we've got, let's go into the Hall of Fame. So Mariano Rivera, ex-Yankee, of course, enter Sandman. First never, unanimous never Hall heard of him. First unanimous Hall of Famer was on all four hundred first base. Was on all four hundred and twty-five of the ballots for the Hall of Fame. Go ahead, open it right into the mic. Oh, you already did. I wasn't opening. You were just crinkling it. Trying to open it. No, I was trying to open it underneath. Oh, that's okay. So on four hundred twenty-five ballots. So the closest anyone got before this was Ken Griffey, and we talked a little bit about racism and how that played a part in this. He should have been the first unanimous. He was on four hundred thirty-seven of four hundred forty. And here's here's a fun thing I heard today about Mo Rivera. So first off, he overshadowed. Can you guys, without looking, Brandon, you don't have stats, so you don't comment. Who are the other three main guys going into the Hall of Fame with him this year? Yes, uh, Roy Doc Holiday. Yep. Um, 
Edgar Martinez. Yes. He actually, he was. I, I liked the Mariners because of Griffey when I was growing up, so I kind of always liked Edgar Martinez. Yep, great guy. And then um, pitcher um, Moose. No, Mike Moussina, another yeah. well, an Oriole then Yankee. Well, yeah. yes, yeah. So I got a question. Before, I got a question for you. Well, both of you guys actually. Yep. Um, two. Uh, Roy Holiday. Does he go in as a Toronto Blue Jay or does he go in as a Philly? I. That's a I good thought, question, but I, I, I would he think was Blue Jay. going as a Blue Jay, but he that's won what I was a title too. with the Phillies. That's so. what, yeah, and, and that's what I was also thinking. But I think his heart is a Blue Jay, even though he won a. It's like yeah. Demarcus Ware when he gets in the Hall of Fame, he's going in as a Cowboy. Even well, yeah. though he got a Super Bowl as a Bronco, same yeah. thing and for me at least. You know, Roy Halladay, he's going in as a Blue Jay. He got that yeah. title with Philly, but that's what I think he does. Um, and then Moose, my, my second question, yeah, Messina, Oriole or uh, Yankee? Probably. Uh, they they see, that's that's gotta be tough for them personally. They put him in as well. The pitcher they had was him as an Oriole, so yeah. I don't know if that means anything. But. but I I wouldn't be surprised if he goes in an Oriole. He's better known as a Yankee. Mm-hmm. Um, if we remember, I don't know if you guys remember this. They played Boston. He was one strike away from a perfect game and lost it. And you could see him like he broke down in tears on the mound. I'm like, hell yeah, you're you're a fucking major leaguer. I'd break down in tears too. You're one strike that, away but. from a perfect game. You could it was like death to him. It was awful. And I wish he would have got it because he's like one of the nicest, quietest guys in the world. Right, very quiet. He's not and someone very you've heard humble. A lot about. You know, very humble, very good guy. But I'm glad he got into the hall. Um, and here's a fun fact about Mo. So his last All Star game, he was replaced by Joe Nathan. And Joe Nathan said it was the highlight of his MLB career because Mariano gave him the ball and said, "You finish." It was a highlight of Joe Nathan's career. I could see that. I mean, Mariano Rivera. Obviously, I was joking before. Probably the best closer of all time. Um, I, I, in my opinion, he is. Trevor Hoffman would be a very close second, but I would say that Mariano Rivera is probably the the most clutch closer of all time, especially. But I think if Trevor Hoffman had, if he was on a better team and he had that chance to close out World Series, more or less, I think that he would probably be the best closer of all time, in my opinion. But Rivera just having the, you know, having the World Series closeouts, the rings, being a part of that team. I really do think that he is he is the best closer of all time. So it's good for him. You know, as we go down. It's you needed, good for baseball that you have a unanimous guy. Yeah. And like you said, Ken Griffey Jr. should have been the first one. It's ridiculous. It's also funny that, you know, Griffey had, he was three votes away. And this year they had 15 less votes than last year. So I don't understand that. I don't, would 15 of those old guys die? Like what happened? I don't, why'd 15 votes get taken away? Doesn't make sense. Well, it's like in 2014. I'm I'm looking at the stats right now. 2014, there was 571 votes. Yeah, like why are they why are they diminishing? I I, I don't understand. I, I think it goes to 425. Doesn't make so, sense to me. But yeah, like it, I'm just surprised there's not more. Ken Griffey definitely should have been. Um, before that, it was Tom Seaver. He was. Oh, I'm sorry. I think I. Yeah, Ken Griffey was ninety nine point three. Yeah, point three two. Yep. Uh, Tom Seaver was second or is second ninety eight point eight four. Then Nolan Ryan. No, Nolan Ryan. How the fuck is he not? That's 100%. what I'm saying. I don't know how there's not more. How is there not more? Like, and I, I brought this up before the show. Who would say no to Nolan Ryan? Like, That's, really? Exactly. He should have gotten to the Hall of Fame for just beating the shit out of Robert Ventura. Just for beating Ventura's ass. I, I said this before the show. Ventura. I mean, who who do who do we? <laughs> Went too deep on that one. That's what she said. That's what she said. I like that. That was a good one. No, I was just like I was saying. You know, who do we look at as the best baseball player of all time? Um, Kobe Bryant. Uh, (laughs) Position player? 
No, just like overall, when you think of you know, okay, I'm I'm not. You guys are gonna give a whole bunch of other Babe guys, Ruth, Lou yes, yeah, Babe Ruth, Mickey Mantle. So Babe no. Ruth, 1936, no. got 95% of the vote. No. How does he not get 100% in 1936? In 1936, there was uh, what was it? 226 uh, Hall of Fame. I mean, uh, the writers and 200 215 voted for him. And 11 didn't. Like I don't. They were probably Red Sox fans. <laughs> exactly. They must, they have, been. So they must have been. That's the problem maybe. with sports writers is you're supposed to take your bias out of this and pick the best maybe, players. Yeah. They don't. Maybe they were a fan of the play that he got traded for that uh, you know went under two years after he got traded. But um, my my big thing is how in the hell did Fred McGriff get more votes than Manny Ramirez this year? Oh yeah, this year yeah he got 169, 169. Nice. <laughs> nice. Um, Manny got 97. What? Like, I don't so, know, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, so the people that got um, left off who are no longer going to be on the ballot, you got to have you know less than 5%, you get kicked off. So Michael Young, Lance Berkman, Miguel Tejada, Roy Oswalt is surprising. I thought Roy Oswalt would at least get more than 0.9%. Um, Placido Polanco. So they're off the ballot. They're Placido off the ballot. Placido Polanco got two votes. Who yeah. in the fuck voted for Placido Polanco? Yeah, this Seriously, year. who? Miguel Tejado only got five? Yeah. Rick Ankiel. That's kind of surprising. Jason Bay, Freddie Garcia. Travis Hafner. John Garland. Yep, Travis Hafner, which is also kind of surprising. Ted uh, Lilly. Not at all. Travis Hafner sucked. Yeah. I don't even know how he was on the Hall of Fame ballot. Derek Lowell. Darren Oliver. I never Derek heard of, Lowell. I never heard of Darren Oliver. Daryl Lowell. Derek I said Lowell. Derek Lowell. Then I said Derek Darren Lowell. L-O-W-E. Pitch for the Lowell, Dodgers. whatever. Derek Lowell. Oh, That's fine. Speak English. Darren Oliver, Juan Pierre, Vernon Wells, and Kevin Euclid. Uke? So, yeah, yeah, you guys. No zero. one voted for him? Yeah, zero. Nobody? But two people voted for Placido fucking yeah. Polanco. Yeah. And that many people voted for Fred. And don't get me wrong, Polito's, uh, Polito's, uh, <laughs> Placido. Placido <laughs> Polanco, was, he, was a, he was a good player. He was solid, but I don't think he hold was on, Hold on a second, worthy. hold on a second. I'm not taking anything away from Fred McGriff. I think Fred McGriff was a great infielder. Not Hall of Fame material, but... Manny Ramirez, I think, is Hall of Fame material. Absolutely. How in the hell does Fred McGriff get more votes than Manny Ramirez? Absolutely. Just and, and just to hit on, um, what is it? We got so many names with a J. Justin. Justin on the Twitter. Roger Clemens got 253, which is 59%. Barry Bonds, 251, which is 59.1%. And Kurt Schilling How got many do you need now? 75%. You need 75%. Okay. What did so, I get? Anything? A-Rod is not eligible yet because oh, he retired about... Two, oh yeah, three. next year. Yeah, there was next year. Okay. There was just an article that um, he said that if Bonds and Clemens yeah. got into the Hall of Fame, it would that help helps him. Out. him. Right. And I gotta yeah. I gotta read something that A Rod said earlier. So um, first off, let's talk about that. So back to Justin on the Twitter: Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, will they ever make the Hall of Fame? Yes. <sighs> I think they do. I think we're going. To, if if A Rod gets in, that will open the door for. I don't think he will. He won't get I as many votes as Clemens and Bonds. No way. Sorry, think, dude. No when way. This, they, when this started, when all this started, and they were eligible, Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens were getting like eight percent. Yeah, and, and now there are more people going. But that's the they're thing: growing. Is that, they're growing year by year. They're not going to until these people who get in the the younger voters are probably voting for them. These old guys aren't voting for Clemens and and. I mean, um, it just sucks. Bonds. It I, sucks I for Bonds. It. it sucks for Bonds because he was a Hall of Famer before he was allegedly doing steroids. Let Brandon. Hey, when he started bulking up, he already had four MVPs under his belt. He already had, um, he was, um, I think, already had four hundred. Brandon, your head doesn't four hundred home Your runs. head doesn't go from the size of a pickle to the size of a basketball just overnight <laughs> for no reason, dude. Well, okay, 
I understand that. Yes. Bonds, Bonds did roids. He just needs. If he just came, you think out he was doing it his whole career? Yes. Uh, not his whole career. Close to I, it. I, I think, think. You think, think he was he, doing it close to his whole? Not, 70, not his whole career. I think seventy-five percent of his career he was doing. It. I would. When say, he was in Pittsburgh, do you think he was doing steroids? Yeah. I think he towards the end. He would have started towards the end. Yeah. I absolutely towards the end because think about this. Let's. I'm going to reference wrestling. Think about what I think about all the time is Brutus Beefcake. Remember when we we listened to that Brutus the fucking barber Beefcake? We listened to that something to wrestle uh, with Bruce Pritchard. He took those knees to the face. You remember that? And how did he get back to to normal? Something that Hulk Hogan had heard about that nobody knew what the fuck it was. What was it? HGH. HGH. Exactly. If anything, he was doing that. That was going around like, hey, you can get this. It's not illegal yet. Fucking do you some HGH. So, yeah, back then it wasn't illegal, but he was still supplementing himself with stuff that is now banned. If, if Bonds came out and just admitted he did it, I think he'd be in, but he doesn't. He denies, 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 and that's just, it's just not the way to live life. Just admit that you did it, dude. Simple as that. Yeah, but another thing is that... Same thing with Clemens. Clemens admitted it, though, didn't he? Clemens didn't admit it either? No. Did A-Rod? A-Rod did. Yeah. And that's why I think and, A-Rod... And, well, here. And that's why... Why you brought up A-Rod. Let me get into just this quote real quick. Okay, hold on. Really, while well, you're getting to yeah, that, yeah, I'm going to bring up Kurt Schilling. Why yeah. didn't Kurt Schilling get in? Like, Kurt Schilling, I think, is better than Mike Mussina. He's at 60.9%. Yeah, he didn't... Like, Kurt Schilling should have gotten in. I don't know if it's the whole... Because he's like an outspoken conservative thing. It, it does. You know it is. The bloody sock thing. No, but the bloody sock was. It's the fucking conservative thing. We know that. I, but that. Sh- I, this is what I don't get. If you, I don't care what you do outside of your sport. Like Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame. Yes. I don't care what he did outside of the sport. I don't care that he gambled on his own team. By the way, not well, the team. And that's the thing that he got kicked out because he was a manager. It doesn't go with. What he exactly. was doing, he, he was play, he's you know, not going he in as a man. He wasn't a great manager. No, I'm, not, he was I'm one saying of the best that he, he's banned time. because when he was a manager. Well, that's what, no, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. So that's what I'm saying is that what he did as a manager shouldn't so, I shouldn't keep him out. And that's the problem is that Pete Rose is going to die and he's going to get in after that. They're going to vote him in. And it'll absolutely, be, it's ridiculous. Yeah, but don't, don't you come off the ballot at, at certain points after some? No, they years? Got, he's never been on the ballot because he got banned, right? <coughs> yeah, but they have they have. I don't think um, they've ever had a chance to vote Pete Rose in. What do they call it? They got because Alan Trammell and um, um, Jack Morris got in. It's um, it's like the legends eligibility or it's something like that. So I mean, kind of like the celebrity wing of WWE. It's no, no it's, the legend wing of WWE. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's something where these people that were have been off the ballot for a long time because Alan Trammell retired in 1995, so he was eligible in 2000. He's been off the ballot for. Eight years. years, and then he got, then he got elected in last year with Jack Moore. So I think there, there's some kind of way where you can get these old timers in. But um, money. Not just uh, my last point on this. My favorite player of all time, Sammy Sosa, only got eight point five percent. He is still, definitely not getting in. At least he's still in. Why did he only get eight point five? But Barry's he did steroids too. What about Mark he McGuire? Never, McGuire, I think he got kicked off the he's ballot. He's never he? been proven like Barry Bonds has. Sammy Sosa, he's never been proven. Bonds wasn't proven. Sammy Sosa corked his back. There's up. more evidence to Bonds. Oh, yeah. There, there's more he evidence cheated. with Bonds, and there's more evidence and he with got caught cheating than there is with Sammy Sosa. And he's like white you know now. About, it's really weird. Is you that know about the bouncy balls came out? You know about what? both their the doctors. Bat? Sosa? No, he had, the cork came out of it. Yeah, it was 2004. The bat just exploded, and then I picked up the bat and was like, cork. Yeah, there's a little cork in the bat. Yeah. So um, I mean, Gary Sheffield got more votes than Sammy Sosa. He should. 
Yeah. Gary what, Sheffield. What was I Gary say? Sheffield no. is one of those guys that never struck out in college or high school in baseball. Yeah. That's absolutely insane. No, but like I was saying with um, with Bonds and with Roger Clemens, the evidence is there because their doc, uh, Barry Bonds' doctor is still in jail because he won't admit um, that Barry Bonds, if, 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 if this guy, I forget his name too, if he would just admit it, and say that Barry Bonds did this and give over the evidence, he'd be out of jail. But he's still in jail because he won't give the evidence over to the state or whatever for Barry Bonds. And Roger Clemens, you know, we know about his doctor, how he was shooting up his wife and he was shooting up Roger Clemens at the same time, how that all went down and how the mail was being sent to his wife and, you know, so all that. There's more evidence for those two than there is with Sammy Sosa. But I believe Sammy Sosa did serious too, but... You don't think that Chef... Has a decent career though. Two ninety two career batting average, five hundred home runs. Oh, he deserves. Oh, I, I think he does. I don't think he's a first ballot. I think he's going to oh, be. No, no, I he's going to be one of those guys that no. get in after like no, four no. or five. He's going to get in when you know that's a little bit of a like I, a, a I, off year. I don't want to say blah year, but yeah, yeah. Another Yankee pitcher, in. Andy Pettit, got nine nine point nine percent. He'll be in someday. And Pettit, Pettit was bad. He, I shouldn't say bad. Pettit wasn't great the first part of his career no, when he got older. No. Once again, what he do? He got busted for roids, didn't he? Yeah, he got busted for. That's the problem. Yeah. Is Pettit just? I mean, and he admitted it, and then yeah. So Pettit was the first one, I think, to admit it. Yeah, he was. Yeah. So, and I want to circle back around to this A Rod. So he, they asked him, "Can you make a case for yourself for the Hall of Fame?" And this was on uh, Stephen A. Smith and Max Kellerman show. And I'll quote him. He said, he won't make a case for himself. He can't make a case. He made his case when I made my mistakes. I'm going to have to lay in my bed. I'm still hoping to get in one day. So he knows. Like, and that's. He knows. He knows. He admits it. He came out and admitted it. And he's saying it right here. I made my bed. I'm going to lay in it. And hopefully one day I can get in. It just sucks to, to when we look at the Baseball Hall of Fame, to see these guys who do who are... Um, you know, looked at who did steroids, who are said that they did steroids, and how many people are in the Hall of Fame that maybe took steroids at least maybe once throughout their, their career and they're in the Hall of Fame. That's right. what kind of sucks. And these guys who are in the Hall of Fame, they're not going to admit it. I mean, they're not going to admit it now. So, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see. I think, you know, it sucks for the people that got left off. But, I mean, I mean we're getting to that point where these are the people that we grew up watching and now they're being... Now they're being elected for the Hall of Fame. It's kind of weird. So um, next year we're fucking in our thirties, it Brandon. It's weird though. You I, mean, I remember all these. I, this whole list right here. I remember all when all these guys were playing, and now they're getting, being You're, voted into the Hall of Fame. It was like twenty fucking years ago. We were kids. I don't care. Exactly. We're fucking grown men now. Exactly. So hey, where are you going to well, teach? Are you a teacher yet? What? Are you a teacher yet? Not yet. Are you going to be one? Where are you going to teach? I don't know. <laughs> Where? I don't know. I don't know. What do you do, Jake? <laughs> What's your occupation now? <coughs> I don't know what that is. What do you do there? Well, I'm, I'm uh, actually about to start at the casino, my dealer school. Oh, you, you did get that? Yeah. Wait, so where I'm do you work? I'm actually about to start going to dealer school. Like drug dealer school? Yeah, drug dealer school, <laughs> Gary. I'm going to go to drug dealer school. No, idiot. <laughs> Idiot! Going to the casino to learn how to deal table games. Where do you work at right now? Rosenboom. Oh, really? Oh, my brother works there. Really? Yeah. What shift? Second. I'm on first. 
So anyway, <laughs> great. Um, okay, so the NASCAR. <laughs> so let's go to. I want to talk about a little bit about NASCAR. Just this quick debate. There's going to be a documentary coming out here soon. Unrivaled. Earnhardt versus Gordon. Who is better? Just real quick. Earnhardt. I mean, I'm a Gordon fan, so Gordon. Earnhardt. Earnhardt. All right, three to one on Earnhardt. So we're moving on. PGA. So recap last week. Who won last week? Um. Oh, what was it? It's some new. He was not Hadwin. No, no, it was some kid that just came from nowhere. He was ranked like yeah, he shot like fucking what in eight, the world or something. He's he a like nobody. Eight under. He was fifty. Final round. He was fifty thousand to one to win the tournament. Oh my, are you serious? So Phil did serious. not win. Phil did not win. Remember, I mentioned him and I didn't play him in DraftKings. Right. I am a jackass. He shoots sixty the first day, and I'm like, oh, you got to be kidding me. So that kid went off fifty thousand to one. Saturday night, I saw the I saw the standings and it. Like, so does that mean he's in? Under. So he's in the FedEx Cup then, isn't he? Um. Well, he will be. He should be now. Yeah. And but does this mean he gets into like uh, some of the majors? Uh, does he qualify? That I don't know. Or like I, get his tour card? Well, see, the Masters is April. The, well, no, the Masters. What I'm saying is that's an invite. So that's not like you win and you're in. That's like an invite thing. You have to win. I think there's like four tournaments that you can win that get you in. Other than that, it's an invite only. But his name was Adam Long. He ended up beating Phil by one. Phil and Hadwin by one. It was a long shot. <laughs> See what you did there. And actually, I was just about to say, person in fourth, his name is Taylor Gooch. <laughs> that, that's serious. But yeah, this, um, I think I was looking it up just because I didn't know who this dude was. So he won $1,062,000 million, $1, on this tournament. And I think his earnings before that were like seventy-five grand. So, so this kid just won a million dollars. So he just how old is he? Uh, I think I don't know if he's a kid. I think he's a little bit older, maybe like thirty-one or so. I think as well. I was looking. You said Adam um, Longdong. Yeah, let me pull this up. Profile and oh, yeah, he's thirty-one. I looked it up from New Orleans. He's a or um, what is this? Oh, sorry, I lied. He has even one. His his earnings right now after this win are one million seventy-five thousand dollars so he has won literally he won thirteen thousand dollars in a tournament so far this year that's it and he just won a million he just won a million so he's right now ranked 13th on the money list he shot 63 71 63 65 yeah he finished had, 26 under and, and beat and beat phil and beat john rom and beat big names and he beat that's adam hadwin who finished second in the same tournament last year yeah. that's insane and I mean, he had an absolutely wonderful run, so good for him. I know he got, he just got, after that win, he got put into this tournament this week as well. So, so he, he was in the U.S. Open in 2011. That's the only major that he was ever in, and he, was, he missed the cut. Was he an amateur or no? Yeah, he, I think he was in 2011. Okay, yeah. So that would be because the, like, the top amateurs can get in there. Yeah, because he, he went to Duke and graduated in 2010. So he turned pro in 2010. <clears throat> Um, he had, he has two professional wins, one PGA obviously, and then and uh, one other. So the kind of update last week, Brandon and I both had John Rahm, and we finished sixth. And Scott Piercy is who Bearhead, who finished fifty seventh. And Jake, we're giving him a break. He played in the wrong tournament, but Justin Dustin Johnson finished sixteenth in the tournament that he was in. So we're going to give it to Jake, but he can't make that mistake again, or he's going to get an eighty two automatic. I think if you pick someone in the wrong tournament, you should get like a hundred and eighty two. Or we'll give him the last place. That sounds like a deal. So like 160 then. There we go. So you'll get a last place finish. Don't do that shit again. So, so well, hold on. Maybe Barry, you can you can answer this question for me. If there's a tournament, what other like how many tournaments does the PGA put out in a week? Oh, a week. Like how does well, that, how do, how does how is Dustin Johnson playing in another? He could have he could have been playing in Europe. 
Oh, okay. That's, I mean, that's what I figured. Because the European tour does have big tournaments throughout. Because, you know, I mean, they do have, um, you know, they have the... Um, I know they have the like, amateurs play uh, league. It's not amateurs, but it's the... I can't think it's of like it right now. Web.com. Web.com. It's the minor leagues. Yeah, he played at the Abu Dhabi Golf Championship. Yeah, so overseas. Okay, yeah, okay. That's, so, a, and that's so a big money that tournament. That makes sense. But there was a lot of guys in that. So you've got, you know, Lowry was in that. You've got, uh, I don't know how to... look. The Lewis, oh, oh, give me. Ouzelstein? Ovaltine? What's his name, Bear? Ouzelstein. Ouzelstein. Dustin Johnson. Ovaltine. Ovaltine Dream. <laughs> <laughs> so this. Uh, so, Brooks, Brooks, your boy, Kapika. He was in that one, too. Yep, they got the big one. But now all the big ones will be here playing at Torrey Pines this weekend. Ooh, Westwood was there? Absolutely. This is uh, the biggest tournament of the year so far. Farmers and Guess who's open. back? Tigers back, yeah, baby. Um, and like I said, this is this is the this is like the opening biggest tournament of the year. Torrey Pines is a beautiful golf course. Has hosted majors multiple times. Um, San Diego, California, absolutely wonderful. Tigers won here eight times, seven or eight times, I think. Um, hasn't played here healthy in probably so t- six is years. Tiger, your pick? No, I'm picking last. I, I think what we're gonna do each for this each time. If you well, obviously not the time I pick John Rahm for next week's tournament. <laughs> you already got it in there. But each, each time, whoever's in oh, last, and I, and whoever's I wanna, in first is going to pick first. That's what we're going to yeah, do. Yeah. So wherever you're at in the well, standings, here, and that's this where is you're what I want to do too. I, I want to bring this up because I was like two in a month's kind of a lot. I think we should go to one one golf yeah. a month. Yeah, absolutely. Not two. Yep. Because there's only at most that's five tournaments. Exactly. That's my point. So you, you can could pick go, one guy. You could go Justin Thomas, Justin Thomas, you know, Dustin Johnson, Justin Johnson. It'd be stupid. Yeah. So one guy a month. So next week I already thought we were doing that. So yeah, we're gonna go one a month. So uh, Brandon and I, who's in first? I am. I have an average of eight. So I'm gonna go first. I'm gonna take Jason Day, two-time winner here. Okay. Uh, One missed cut since the Travelers Championship last year, and he's nothing outside the top twenty-five. So I'm hoping I keep my average up there near eight. Give me Jason Day. I think he's gonna win it this weekend. Next we got Brandon. Go ahead, buddy. Uh, I am going to take the man, the myth, the legend, Tiger Woods. He is a twelve to one shot. Jake, you're so next. That's why I'm going to. I'm going with Tiger as well this week. First tournament back. Okay. And Bear Cub. Um, I I would love to see Tiger Woods win this week. There's no doubt about that. Um, I don't think he will. I think he'll make the cut. He'll probably finish top twenty. Should put on a good showing. Um, I'm worried about this pick. I've made just besides my first pick of Bryson, um, just shitty picks lately. I'm going to take Ricky Fowler this week. I'm going to stay off the Tiger train. I want to see what he does this week and see how he plays. But Ricky's coming back. Um, he should be healthy now. Um, he was hurt at the end of last year. He was hurt for the Ryder Cup, didn't play well, so he's had a whole offseason. He honestly, I think, has missed the cut the last three times at this course. He does not have good course history here, so I'm putting my balls on the line on this one, and I'm going to go with Ricky to, to surprise this week. All right, and then uh, you gave us John Rahm for next week, but of course you can change that any time up to the show. So and I'm not going to. I'm sticking unless he's, like unless said, he pulls unless out. Unless he gets hurt this week. Where they unless play, he where they pulls out next week. It's the Phoenix. Did you see that? It says Phoenix. TBC can Scottsdale. you read that? You got your goggles no, I, I can't read that. So this Phoenix Open. So next week okay. for that TPC Scottsdale is a stadium course where oh, they Scott, have okay, yeah, 17. Yeah. It's a big rowdy. You know, it's the rowdy hole where they want people to make noise, kind of like Happy Gilmore style. But it's always going to be Super Bowl weekend. It has been now the last three years. So I think it's a tradition for them. So it's going to be. Uh, it'll be. It's always a fun tournament to watch. But this week will be fun. Torrey Pines is a beautiful course. Um, that would be a bucket list course if I had to make up one to play. That would be in my top three of places I'd want to go play. Probably number three. Um, Augusta would be one. Pebble Beach would be two. And then Torrey Pines would probably be three. And with this, there's a north and south course. So 
they they're gonna play um, one on each night or they'll play one each day so they'll make the cut off of that and then I can't remember how they do the weekend I want to say that they split them again but I think they take the harder course average of what people played over the weekend and that's the course they use but I could be wrong I, I don't recall yeah when I used to play uh, Tiger Woods on EA Sports yeah yeah Tory Pines beautiful course thanks Brandon appreciate it appreciate it so You're very welcome before we get into football, DraftKings, Pro Bowl, XFL, Alliance of American Football, we want to, of course, thank our sponsors and, and those that uh, support us. So thank you to Wes Anderson for moments of time. Follow him, Wes Anderson Music, on Facebook. Give him a follow on Twitter, at Songs by Wes. Thanks to All Wear Clothing, the original sponsor of the show. Crandall's Quality Lawn Care, 419-704-5471. Verizon, PNC, and, of course, Charlie's Dodge. So be sure to check them out. Uh, we have them posted on our on our our episodes of when we put them out. Uh, we thank them for all their support and be sure to give them a follow, a like, go talk to them, mention over the line sports podcast to hook you up with whatever you need. So on to NFL. Um, do you? So let's recap last week. First off, we've got the the Patriots and the Rams in the Super Bowl. Should be good. Um, the, Bears pick of the Saints is now knocked out uh, with some controversy there, which we're going to highlight. Uh, the Patriots are there, which is my pick. I mean, Tom Tom Brady, the goat man, ninth Super Bowl. You can't deny that with guy. controversy. Yeah, with also with controversy. Um, but so let's cover that one first because I think it's some short controversy uh, with the Patriots and Chiefs. I mean, we had the offsides call, of course. That was clear. Uh, and then, um, that was clear. But on, but on second and ten, when Brady got hit in the shoulder pad and they called roughing the passer, that extended the drive. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. They were getting third downs every day, and I'm not saying they wouldn't. But when you're on the 50 and you get that bullshit call, that was bad. Um, no no one gets that call except Tom Brady. Rodgers doesn't get that call. There's no one who gets that. Breeze doesn't get that call. Only Brady gets that call. That was horrendous. And I'm not saying that that did anything. Kansas City should have stopped them. Um, everyone's calling for new overtime rules because of that. Right. You know, you had them three. You had three times third down. You couldn't stop them. I agree. I think that the overtime rule should just be the entire period in you know in the playoffs. Why not? Why I mean, not at least have like a whole ten, another like, quarter? Yeah, like ten minutes. You the know, whole have, quarter. Yeah, have right? a whole quarter. I, I you know I've seen other people say start from the fifty and both people get the ball like college. You just start from the fifty instead right. of the twenty five. <sighs> I don't know. I, I do think they need to be changed for the playoffs. I don't. Th- I think that's stupid that you score yeah, a touchdown and it's over one of because the it's dumb. One of the greatest quarterbacks this year sat on the sideline and had to watch him lose. Yeah. Couldn't I'm even come pr- out. Probably going to be the MVP of the league. Yeah, couldn't and even he, come he out He couldn't even try. come out and try against the GOAT. I mean, once you knew the Patriots got the ball, you're like, this is over. Pretty much, yeah. Yep. And, uh, and and here's another thing. Since we're talking about this game, let's talk about Tony Romo, man, the sorcerer. Tony Romo, the, the fucking probably GOAT right now of – Announcing this guy is just incredible I mean, at calling plays. He called uh, probably five plays in a row and knew exactly what the Patriots were going to do. And doesn't that it make was... you just wish, as a Cowboys fan, that he'd coach the damn Cowboys because he could see shit a mile away? He'd be a great defensive coordinator, I think. Yeah, I mean, he knows he knows exactly what he's doing. The problem is, though, and this is what people say, which makes sense. The problem is, is that when you have that after twenty seconds or fifteen seconds is on the play clock. The mics and the headset get cut. So the defensive guys, even if he called that out, the defensive guys wouldn't be able to hear him. But he could say it before and get in there. So I think Romo would be good. But Romo's great in the booth. I mean, everyone should love oh, what yeah. he's doing there. It's, and he finally people gets, who don't know football, that he's a big help. You yeah, know? and he finally gets to go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Much deserved. 
Then and luckily he is. Nance and Romo are a great combo, and it's going to be oh, dude, with them with in the, Ram, the Super Bowl. You don't have to Rams listen to Buck Patriots? and Aikman. Thank God. No shit. I, I can do Al and Chris. I Al Al Michaels. I think is he's probably my favorite. Um, what about Al and John Madden? I, he's like, when they go down there, they go for three points. Thanks, John. I, I love well, that was more Pat Summerall. <laughs> yeah, Pat Summerall. <laughs> I, I loved um, Michaels and Madden together, and I didn't think that Collinsworth was going to be great, but I like him with Collinsworth a little bit. But yeah, with uh, you, with Romo that, there, it's great. Kind of going offside a little bit. Did you guys see that video, like Rudy? Yeah. Did you guys see that <laughs> video of the uh, video of people in a bar, and they're they were showing Al Michaels talking, and then as soon as uh, Collinsworth like you know, slid that was in. Fake, right? I know. I know. It, I don't care. It was still hilarious, and the okay, crowd went crazy as soon later. as yeah, as soon as he slid in. I, but but yeah, I like I like Collinsworth. I love Al Michaels. Um, I I don't mind Joe Buck. I I don't listen. I don't watch NFL games for Joe Buck. So I don't. Not like I really pay attention. Terrible. I usually just watch the game. But I like Troy Aikman. You know, I like all. I like all. Uh, you know, all six of them. I think they're. I think they're good. I think. But I mean, Tony Romo calling plays is. I mean, it was like uh, it was it was awesome. It's like I your mean, wet dream, isn't it? Sure. Um, <laughs> no, but just I mean, he would sit there and you know he, you know watch you know watch this guy go in motion. They're gonna go, they're gonna run the ball to the right now, and then boom, you know, run the ball to the right. And um, but yeah, I just yeah love watching love watching Tony Romo call a game. Yeah, he's he's amazing. So let's switch over now. We got well before we get into the Saints thing because I think it's going to cover most of our time. What do you think about Sean McVay's get back coach? I know you that, saw that video that I yes, I saw it I before it. you shared it, but it's great. He I has like a get it. back coach. I love it. I'm going to hire Bear as my get back coach. That's that's fine with me. I'm down. <laughs> I'm just going to have a little string on you. It's like one of the. It's like now when the parents have, like have the kids on a oh, leash the, the or whatever. Leash, that's what yeah. I'm do with Brandon. So I might have to get into the gym and work out a little bit to stop him. But yeah, that was I thought that was. Pretty what are you at now, Brandon? Do you get to two seventy yet? Nah, I'm still carrying a little holiday weight. Um, you know, we're still in January, so <laughs> That's... still carrying a little holiday weight. But you know, yeah, February. You know, we're still doing the DDP yoga. You know, still hitting the gym. You know, and everything. But what gym do you go to? Yeah, uh, Max Fitness, Fallen Timbers. Do you go there? Yeah, really. Yeah, when do you go? It's good. Um, Usually when the wife gets home, so from work, so evening. Is it busy? Uh, I mean, it's busy now just because all those people are saying, so, I'm going to go to the gym, you know, because so, it's January yeah, 1st. Yeah. Did, I tell you but, that, did I tell you about what I tried to do? So in December, I was like, I'm not going to go to the gym until the end. I'm going to gain 10 pounds in December so that I can lose 20, you know, in, in basically January. So I do that, trying to be a smart ass. I go to go to my gym, AW Fitness. I show up at the doorstep. It's fucking gone. <laughs> Where was it at? <laughs> like right next to Subway and White House. Gone. <laughs> it's not even there. I'm like, what the fuck? So I had to, this prompted me to go get my treadmill out of my storage unit that I never opened because I always had a gym membership, which now it's in the house. And I've got my resistance bands, which I love. So I can work out for 45 minutes to an hour a day. Burn six hundred to a thousand calories and just bust ass and just get jacked and yeah, I mean, easy I, to do. I like it. It's ten bucks, ten bucks a month, so it's not you know expensive. And I I believe you can cancel at any time, so you know no contracts. Like LA Fitness, I you know they they wanted their money. I didn't have it one time, oh, so dude, I just insane. closed my checking account. You closed your checking account? <laughs> yeah, it was like ten years ago. They they wanted their money. I was like, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna have it. They're like, well, we're still gonna take it out. I was like, all right, well, I'll go to the bank and cancel my check. Checking account, though. So. You know, Instead of canceling you your checking that? account. 
And yeah. it was like it was like 10, 12 years ago. So it was it's a long fraudulent. time ago. So you're you're a crook. You're a criminal. No. Oh. It sounds like he yeah. is. Wee woo wee woo <laughs> wee woo. So all right, let's get into the big thing here. Uh, no, they got their money though. At the end, so everything's good. Okay, Great I want to get into bro. I want to get into something else here. Just saying, Saints. That it's blown like call. Years ago. The blown call. The screw. The controversy. The screw job. The uh, New Orleans screw job, as we could call it. Um, the uh, what, what do you guys think? I mean, it, they got screwed over. That was definitely a pass interference. It was definitely targeting. They didn't call any of it. Uh, New Orleans got fucked, in my opinion. It was maybe the worst no call I've ever seen in my entire life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doesn't uh, doesn't Roger Goodell have the uh, power to put the Saints in the Super Bowl, though? It will yeah. not happen. It will not, not ever happen. Not in the no, Super Bowl. No, no, no. He has the power to replay the game. From a certain point at any point, point in that game, yeah. Right. But not to get them, not to put them in the Super Bowl because that's not nothing. It doesn't mean anything. All that means is that they would have had a chance. They would have ran the clock out and kicked a short field goal and probably won. But at the same time, it could have been blocked, missed anything. So the game was still tied at that point, right? No, no. If they 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 were they were ahead. They were up by three. They needed that first down because they would have. Oh, they would have ran the clock out. Right. Clock yeah, out. that's right. right. So when I I think I texted you as soon as it happened, um, and I, I don't know where Gary were you watching it or no. The game, yeah, no, I was because I was out. I was trying to get shit done, and because uh, Sunday, you know, I, there was a bunch of shit going on, and I had to get stuff taken care of. And you guys were kind of keeping me updated. I was like, "What the hell's going on?" And you guys were kind of filling me in. And you're like, "You have to check." And then I immediately pulled it up, and I'm like, "Holy shit!" Well, I, I, I text, yeah, I, well, I text in our little thing. I'd have lost my mind. I mean, I would have literally. Uh, Sean Payton did. Have lost my mind, and, and they then, would have probably. If I was Sean Payton, and I'm not saying that, you know, I'm just saying if I was Sean Payton, I was in his shoes, and I was in the NFL making all that money and all that other stuff, I would gladly take my fine of criticizing the ref, the refs, in that little press conference because that's when you know they find you if you criticize the ref, you say anything, they find you twenty five thousand dollars or whatever. I just would have taken my I would checkbook. Have, right I would have gladly written that check, and they probably would have had to strain me off the field at that point because I would have lost my damn mind. That was the worst call I've ever seen ever worst in all call. of sports. Nah. In all sports. And I'm a Detroit fan. I saw Andre Galarraga, whatever his name oh, was, God, here blow we go. a perfect game because Jim Joyce called, you know, said that what's-his-name was safe when he, he was, was clearly out by a mile. He was out. He was safe. So, he was definitely out. <laughs> was he? Because the call was safe. Was there pass interference on the field? No, there wasn't. So he was safe. Right? The game was over. Right? I mean that's how we play it. He yeah, yeah, he no, was no. safe. So just like well, yeah, we're, just, just like, like there's no pass interference, and but it was a missed and call. That's where, that's where call. this whole yeah. argument's going to turn into. They need to review. So the it biggest missed calls. Yeah, <laughs> the biggest missed calls. Whatever that that Thank that you. on Sunday was one of the worst missed calls I've ever seen in my life. And you know they're talking about well why don't they review pass interference? Well you, no, you can't review pass interference. That shouldn't. That's not and not how that should work. It, it's not because and if they ha- if they really want to and they want to talk about it, they're going to have to work something out where. Okay, coaches, you get you get two challenges, just like how, or you get three challenges now. You, you know, you want to challenge a, a pass interference? Go ahead, but you can't challenge. Once you're done with that, you can't challenge any more pass interference. They don't. Need and to- I can see them maybe trying to implement that through maybe like the preseason, but I, they're not going to change. They're not going to review pass interference. They're not going to change the game. They're not going to put them back on the field. And, no, because. That's just not going to happen. They got the Saints got screwed, but they still want to have that human, el, you know, human air element, whatever they call it, in the game where you know 
you're not judging and reviewing every freaking second of a game well, that's, whatever that's my point they don't they they're not i don't think they should put it in just for the fact that it's just gonna it's gonna elongate the games for that and pass interference you know is it, it can be on every play you know someone could get well, grabbed like down holding. the field and they can, holding could literally be every play exactly so i think putting that in is bad what they need to do is they need to start finding and firing these refs missing these calls Absolutely. is what they need to do they need they need to do what they don't do and put the responsibility into their hands because you have now, not only do you have a conspiracy on your hand, both of these refs, both where do they live? Los Angeles. Yeah. One of them played for the Rams. I mean, come on. So. Oh, really? Yeah, the older guy, the older guy who was closer to Sean Payton played for the Rams back in the day. The other guy who is at the pile on looking lives in Los Angeles. They both live in Los Angeles, but the other guy, I mean, it's just. And, and Bill Vinovich, I think, who did that game, lives in L.A. I, I don't believe in the conspiracy theory factor. I think it's stupid. I think it's just these two guys just blatantly missed a call. But when you see it from all these views 100 million times, I mean, you see the fans putting their hands up right when it happens. And then the one, oh, I think the one ref ended up saying, well, the ball was there at the same time. Bullshit. It wasn't even close. I was saying right right when I saw it, okay, the Saints just won the Super Bowl. I think my me and my wife were watching. The I game got up and I, said, I got up when he started calling for. It. I said, "What the fuck?" Is I said, going "Saints on? won the Super Bowl." And I'm looking around, and, and the dude, the dude's even looking around. Whatever his name was, Tommy he's looking Lee around, Lewis. looking around, and all of a sudden, after like five seconds of nothing, he goes up and slaps the hand of his teammate. And I mean, it's just that that was. I mean, on, and on, but on they're, top of that, they're lucky though. And I'm sorry, I cut you off again. Go ahead. They're lucky that there wasn't a riot. Like if this was in like freaking Cleveland, Cleveland or something, <laughs> I'm telling you right now, there would have been a damn riot on that field. And I mean, there's lucky that they're lucky that nothing happened, and you know they were able to get out of it. And to go back to what you were saying about the refs, usually I thought their whole <coughs> protocol was when they do background checks and everything that they don't put people who they're have that kind to. of background experience into those situations. So, especially a former player, that kind of surprises me that a former player was refereeing a game that he used to play for. Yep. I mean, for a team that he used to play for. So, that's kind of interesting. And, like I said, it's it's one of those things where you kind of get that as well, that they want L.A. because they don't have a great fan base there right now. So, if you get them into the Super Bowl, it's going to get more fans to go to the games. It's going to get more no, fans to buy the merchandise. And I hate, that's why I said, I hate buying into that. I really do. But at the same time, man, it's it's really sketchy. And it, like you said, it was... When you have two guys looking at it, that's not Vinovich's call. He's too far well, away. It's those two guys who you have both looking at it right there, staring exactly at the play. And you're telling me that both of them saw the ball get there at the same time he got hit? There's no way in hell. It was, it was. And on top of that, on top of the whole thing, this was my biggest beef on it. Not only that you missed that, like Gary said, helmet to helmet. Do they care about player safety or not? Make up your mind. Absolutely. Because you see, I, would have, I would have thrown it just because of that. You see, Take the chance. You see all these guys getting hit in the helmet, you know, going over the middle, right? And they get flags every time. Every single time, unnecessary roughness. That, I mean, it was clear as day that there was. it wasn't like he hit his shoulder pad or collarbone and came up and hit his helmet. That was straight helmet to helmet. I mean, when you got the guys afterwards, you got girly Instagramming out that he's trading jerseys with the with the ref, and then you have uh, Roby Coleman who made the play say, "Oh yeah, I definitely got there early." He knew it. They're all admitting Absolutely. it. So how does the how do these guys know? And then the refs who are sitting there staring at it don't. It was they're gonna they're gonna it was terrible. They're terrible, gonna, terrible. They're going to get to that point where they're gonna tell the officials if it's that close, bang bang, throw the flag, guys. 
the you know worst case scenario. The, yeah, but that's they, the they point. Up you're supposed exactly. You're supposed to throw the flag, and you're supposed to talk about yeah. it. That's the point of it because someone may see it from a different view, and that's why you guys talk. So at least if you throw the flag, you get a discussion out of it there, and most likely someone's gonna say he's gonna say. Yeah, it looked like they got there about the same time. But if you saw it get there, and the guy's like, "Yeah, I think the football was wasn't quite there yet," then they're going to keep that flag. Yeah, I they, mean, it was that I, was that was brutal, brutal and, call for the Saints. And the Rams, you know, they didn't want they didn't want this this uh, officiating crew because they were zero and eight against Bill Winovich or whatever his name is, and this officiating crew. So they didn't want him in the first place, and um, maybe that's why. Yeah, I I don't know, but I don't believe in the whole controversy and all that other stuff either. Um, but just to also go again, um, what I was going to say, and I think it, I just lost it, but um, I'll remember it. Um, yeah, I I forgot what I was going to say, but okay. Um, but like I said, at the end of the day, regardless, it's Rams Patriots. Yeah, so that's super. Oh, cool. I know what I was going to say. So, <laughs> are you drunk? No, I I you know you forget shit. Um, that's like the second time I ever cussed on here too. Um, <laughs> you know, I the said whole fuck like 14 times yeah, in this episode. The the whole, dude, you know, just through, do, hold on, time out. Say no, fuck no, let him, no, no, let him get no, because I'm gonna lose my, I'm gonna lose my train of thought again. So, you know, the whole power of social media and stuff, you see all these people posting all this stuff, and you know, we, we, we obviously know about the blown call with the Saints, you know, I mean, and the, the pass interference blown call, but um, somebody else posted out a picture that I saw. Um, you know, Saints fans are angry, but but look at this. And you know, they you had the one where uh, one of the defender was like stepping on his face mask. The other one was a blatant face mask on uh, Jared Goff that wasn't called. Um, and there was two other ones. So, I mean, you, you, you're going to get into that situation where you know everybody's going to say, "Don't get, don't put yourselves in that situation where you have to go to overtime, where you have to get, you know, those kind of calls." Make plays in the beginning of the game or make games throughout the game where you don't put yourself in that situation. Just like with the whole Patriots and, and Chiefs thing, you know, the argument that we're hearing, you know, now you know, with people who don't want to change overtime is you should have stopped them and you shouldn't have put yourself in that situation where you had to go to overtime with them. Stop them on third down. We just saw that with, I think, Bob Sutton, who just got fired, uh, the Chiefs defensive mm-hmm. coordinator. Don't put yourself in that situation. So, I mean, yeah, this is – the. the just to round it up of what I'm going to say about this, worst call I've ever seen in any kind of sport as far as a missed call. They should have thrown the flag. Saints should be in the Super Bowl just because I like – a lot of people don't like the Saints. I like the Saints just because of uh, Drew Brees. I want to see him get one more, and then he can retire. He's 41. I think he is going to come back, though. Um, I think he's already admitted that. So he'll be back next year. Also um, – He's 40, by the way. Yeah. Oh, 40. That's 40. right. Just turned so, 40. He won't also, be 41 until January again or late December or something. Oh, that's right. Also, somebody that I saw is coming back today. Larry Fitzgerald's also coming back. Really? Yeah, 16th oh, season. Why? The Cardinals are going to be so bad. <coughs> I think it's just because of that offense, that high, that that high passing offense. Ugh. No thanks. I right. Mean, Larry just needs to. He needs to get traded somewhere and just win a ring. Right. Be done with it. Feel bad for him because I think that team's going to suck even. Put him on New England when uh, Tom Brady goes to his tenth Super Bowl next year. Probably. Probably. All right. So quickly, I want to talk. Uh, um, we're going to go into a few other things, but I did want to mention, I, I had it on here about Tony Romo. So something that, you know, we hate Stephen A. Smith, but Stephen A. Smith said, I've never seen anyone call an NFL game like this before. Tony Romo called maybe the greatest game I've ever heard. That's the only time I'll probably ever agree with Stephen A. Smith. Yeah. Half the time he doesn't even know what he's talking about. Literally, like and physically is talking about the wrong people. So And, he's ta- and he talked about how he's, a, <laughs> he's an absolute genius. 
Romo's a genius. He's calling out plays before they happen. Yeah, and I think he said something along the lines of, why do all these other coaches get a job, and why wasn't Romo called? Exactly. But at the same time, Romo's probably making $10 million a year sitting in a booth talking about football, sitting in a nice, cozy booth. Well, don't have to go through all also, the stress of being a coach. I'll take the $10 well, million and sit in the booth. Not just coaching. Also, I heard this week that he got a call. He got a call G- about GM. No, he got called to say, can you still play about a um, couple – they're thinking it's the Redskins because of their whole quarterback situation that, that happened during midseason. So did Matt Hasselbeck. Yeah, Matt by Hasselbeck the way. also got a call and say, hey, they asked him, it was for can the you playoffs, still play? Though. So it was a playoff team. Yeah, and they were like, it was probably he was the like Cowboys no. looking for a backup. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they haven't. Obviously, they're not going to announce it. He's not going to say the team, but they're thinking it was the Redskins just because of the whole quarterback situation. Well, and also, uh, you know, with Tony, he, he's just, he's, he's just phenomenal at what he's doing. And then the other thing I saw here, which I found hysterical on Twitter. Uh, Bryce Harper said, confirmed. Just called Tony Romo to see where I'm going to play next year. You're a wizard, Tony. Tony Romo responded, well, looks like you're going to be playing for the Texas Rangers opening day. Yep. <laughs> so, yep. I saw that. Fantastic. So That's good stuff. Uh, absolutely. And so let's well, good, Yeah, good No, good for Romo. I, so let's I, go DraftKings. Uh, I want to mention that uh, Amari Cooper and Dak Prescott got added yep. to the Pro Bowl. I saw that. So let's get our DraftKings picks for the Pro Bowl. Quarterback, I got Patrick Mahomes. I got Mahomes as well. I was going to go Mahomes also. <laughs> I got Phil Brewers. Okay. All right, running back for you guys. Um, and this is where I don't know who is taken out. Did is is um is Philip Lindsay in? Yes, is he playing. Okay, I he want, should be. I want Philip Lindsay then if he's in. I was going to take him, but give me Connor. Okay. Saquon. Good one. Uh, I'm going to go with James Connor. All right, let's go wide receiver. Give me Cooper. He just got added. Give me him. Uh, I'm going to go Juju. I'm going DeAndre Hopkins with Mahomes. Oh, God, that's nice. Yeah, I'm going with uh, uh, Juju as well. Just got added. Tight end, uh, give me Travis Kelsey. Yep, that's going to be mine with Mahomes too. Same. (laughs) Give me uh, Kittle. Defense, it doesn't really matter. (laughs) Just pick a player. Give me a player. Um, I would imagine Khalil Mack is in the Pro Bowls. Yeah, that's why I picked the NFC. I, I just said NFC at Khalil Mack. Yeah, give me Mack. Khalil Mack as that's a player. I, I was gonna say Miles Garrett. That's a good one yeah, too. That's a good one too. I like it. All right, all right. So uh, let's get into real quick top three po- Pro Bowl moments. Brandon, do you guys do you guys have do you guys have three? No, I don't watch the Pro Bowl. Okay, ever. you just want me to say mine or go ahead. Yeah, you okay. go with your just do your three. Because okay, so my here, Pro Bowl it, moments are not watching the Pro Bowl. Here's my three, and I I only did you know I did this today. All I had to do was just Google it, and I got all these options. But uh, these are the three I picked: 1980 Jack Youngblood playing with a broken leg, something that you will never see ever again. Somebody playing with a broken leg. And what was that for the Pro Bowl? 1980 no, Byron Jack Leftwich did it. Youngblood three. Well, we're talking about the Pro Bowl. We're not talking about the playoffs. Oh, well, you just said it would never happen. Or uh, in college. Playoffs. Playoffs. Um, Number two, got to respect the fat man, Alex Mack, scoring on the final play, a bunch of, you know, laterals and all that other stuff, 2011. He scored the uh, game-winning touchdown for the AFC while he was still playing for the Cleveland Browns. And then, of course, I think this should be everyone's number one. Is of course Sean Taylor's hit on Bills punter Bill Mormon. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Um, what about Randy Moss with like I saw that, yeah. 212 yards? And then you had Brandon Marshall score four touchdowns. You had Peyton May throw 342. Four, yeah, 42. So. Brandon Marshall four touchdowns. AP wins Pro Bowl MVP yeah, as a rookie. Year, yeah, as a rookie. So there's there's a lot to choose from. Alex Mack. 
40 yeah. yards into the end zone lateral. Yeah. Everybody's number one has to be. If you, if you don't know what I'm talking about, please look it up. Google it. Just Sean Taylor's hit on Bill's punter. Absolutely one of the best hits I've ever seen in my life. And just to see him get back up and then go over to Sean Taylor and shake his hand and say, you know, you know, awesome hit or whatever he said to him. Um, yeah, it was amazing. So those are my top three. All right, let's talk about the XFL. Okay. So what, uh, Brandon? We talked about this earlier. What uh, What are the two two different uh, TV providers or cable providers that are looking at XFL right now? This is big. So yeah, what I saw is Fox and ESPN. Um, probably leaning more towards Fox just because of um, Vince's and WWE's relationship with Fox because of SmackDown going to Fox. I believe October of this year. Um, but yeah, also uh, ESPN kind of. Surprised me a little bit. Um, so we'll and now remember the XFL is not starting up till 2020. Holy so shit. we still have we still have a long time. But for the XFL, not also uh, this is a different XFL. This is not going to be you know he hate me or whatever running down the sidelines. This is going to be a different XFL. Tommy Maddox, you know, who went on to you know play for the Steelers, but. Um, yeah, they're going to get Fox or ESPN. I think I'm, you know, leaning more towards Fox. I think CBS will carry AF, AAF, and then the uh, um, Fox will carry um, XFL. So, and you talked a little bit about what what is the XFL doing right now with college or the um, AAF? I'm sorry, AAF. No, it's the XFL. Is yeah, it XFL? yeah, the XFL. They are sending their scouts to the Senior Bowl, which is <clears throat> sorry, which is next week, I believe. Practice um, for that should start this week. It's also one of my favorite weeks because on the NFL Network they broadcast. You know, I I love football. I love coaching football and everything. So I love watching this kind of stuff. They're showing the practices for each team, north and the south, on the NFL Network, and you get to see um, these guys who are you know all these guys will be invited to the combine and everything. It's great. They're I, I don't know who the two coaches are, but they're each each team is coached by a um, NFL staff. So I don't know who the team two teams are though that um, are sending their coaches there, but yeah, the XFL they're sending scouts to the Senior Bowl to look at prospects. Um, now you got to remember there's only 200 and I think it's now like 52 or 57 picks in the NFL draft, and there's 300 and like 50 that get invited to the NFL Combine. So, and you know a lot of these guys just you know they get signed by you know you know free, uh, free agent contracts you know once they right right as the draft ends people are calling up these guys and who didn't get drafted and getting signed so but this also opens up more opportunities for people who don't get invited to the NFL combine who have that opportunity to go on and want to play after college you know for the AA, AAF and the XFL so this is a great opportunity the XFL going to send their guys to go scout um, there are eight teams are sending you know to go scout these guys and uh, see who the, you know who they can find. All right, so the the most players on AAF rosters, Florida State has twelve players on rosters. Uh, Alabama has eleven, Florida eleven, LSU eleven, Georgia Tech ten. Um, you got Ohio State who has or Utah has nine, UCF has nine, Ohio State has eight. Tennessee has eight. UCLA has eight on their rosters. Yeah, and I looked at all the rosters. I think, you know, just me being obviously a Notre Dame fan, I think I saw maybe like three or four. So that doesn't surprise me. So do have, have you looked at the rosters yet? Uh, yeah, but this was like a month ago. I don't – I mean, I know uh, Christian Had, uh, Hackenberg is playing quarterback. Zach, Zach Metterberg, Metterberg? 
Whatever LSU's former quarterback. Um, who else can I remember off the top of my head? Um, I don't. I don't know. I mean, just you know, just average guys who maybe got a shot in the NFL one year got cut. Maybe made it to you know August. Maybe the third or fourth preseason game got cut. Um, not a lot of these guys, you know, have a lot of NFL experience. Um, now the coaches, on the other hand, um, Steve Spurrier, he's coaching Orlando's team. Brad Childress was coaching uh, Alabama Birmingham's team, but he resigned. Who did? Brad Childress resigned about a month ago. Did he? Um, I don't know if he was thinking he's going to get like a coordinator job or or what, but um, but yeah, he got he resigned. Uh, Mike Singletary is a coach. Uh, Mike Martz is a coach. Um, um, yeah, we'll, we'll go into this. So Arizona Hotshots, Rick Neuheisel, quarterback yep. Trevor Knight, Atlanta yep. Legends, Brad Oklahoma Childress, Brad Childress. But you said he's gone. Yeah, he resigned. Can we check? Can somebody stat guy bear <coughs> check on Atlanta Legends who their coach is now? Atlanta, that's right. No, I just saw though that uh, Greg Schiano is probably going to go to um, the Patriots as defensive coordinator after no uh, they're done. shit since Brian Flores is probably going to go oh, to Miami. That's, that's a major Well, sorry, upgrade. in a quote-unquote right? top defensive role. Oh, so Kevin Coyle is the Atlanta Legends coach. Thank you, stat guy. You think Brad Childress is going to coach the XFL? That's why he resigned? Very I good. I, I, that I, would be in, in another year. So yeah, I don't, know why he, I don't know why he would. But. So, uh, doubtful Aaron, until you see him on Raw Monday. Right. Oh, he'll be the surprise entry in the Royal Rumble. QB Aaron Murray, QB Matt Sims, and wide receiver Stephen Aaron Murray, Hill. former Georgia quarterback. Yep. Birmingham Iron, coaches Tim Lewis, quarterback Blake yep. Sims, quarterback Scott Tolzien, running back Trent Rich. <laughs> Scott Tolzien? <laughs> Blake Sims will start. Running back yep. Trent Richardson, uh, Jacory Shepard, and Nick Novak is the kicker. It's gonna be. I can't wait for this. this Memphis awesome. Express coach Mike Singletary, yep. quarterback Christian Hackenberg, quarterback Zach Mettenberger, running back Zach Stacy, wide receiver Chris Givens. They they both go to Penn State. Mettenberger and no, Hackenberg. he went to LSU. LSU, that's right. Okay, that, LSU. that team looks like just with those players looks good right now. Orlando Apollo, Steve Spurrier is the coach. Garrett Gilbert's the quarterback. Stephen Morris is a quarterback. Frankie Hammond's a wide receiver. Stephen Morris from Miami. Uh, the Salt Lake Stallions coach Dennis Erickson. Uh, quarterback B.J. Daniels, quarterback yeah, Garrett former, Grayson, uh, and running back Matt Asiata. B.J. Oh, Daniels from the South Asiata. Florida. I always called Asiata the Asiago cheese bread. <laughs> right. <laughs> Next, San Diego uh, Commanders, Coach Mike Riley, running back. They have David Cobb and another running back, Daryl Richardson. Never heard of any of them. San Di- what? Really? Who would you say? For uh, David Cobb. Nope. And Daryl Richardson. Nope. Huh. Neither of them. All right, San Diego Fleet, Mike Martz is a coach. Josh Johnson, quarterback. Mm-hmm. Bishop yeah, Sankey is a running back. Okay. You know Former who that Titans, is. Yep. yep. I remember I drafted him Bishop in fantasy. Bishop Sankey from he was, uh, Washington. He was like the next big thing, and then he sucked. He sucked a lot. You know, I'm looking forward to the AAF. He's a second-round pick. The AAF's yeah. going to be fun to watch. Oh, I mean, absolutely. And I think we're going to do – after. We're going to just do random picks. I think we'll do a running pick thing like we do. And then after the first week, we'll realize <laughs> we're going to take a look at the rosters and realize, uh, okay, this is what we're going to do. And then we should do a DraftKings for that, too. If they have it. Well, they, we can they just probably won't. We'll just make our own DraftKings. Or instead of picking like teams and all that, since there's only going to be, what, eight? Yep. How about we do our own DraftKings or our own picks with our own points, and that's our that will be our challenge. So we pick the guys each week. You can pick whoever you want each week, and we add up the points for all your people, and we can just use DraftKings format or ESPN Fantasy Football format, 
and that's what we do. And instead of picking teams, since there's only a limited amount, we'll do players each week and we'll add up our points. And that is how we'll do our competition for that. Because it's, you know, it's still real football. We'll, but we'll with keep a running teams, record, too. We we'll can. keep a running record just for fun. I, like, I think four, that should be our real competition. There's only though. four games a that week. That would be good. That yeah, would be, be great. I like it. So, um, you know, this was a fun one. We're we're looking forward to football. We're going to cover the Super Bowl next week. We'll recap the Pro Bowl. And, and be on the lookout. I have a wonderful, wonderful theory about this game. I can't wait to go into next week for the Super Bowl preview. For, for the Rams and uh, Patriots? Wonderful theory. I'm looking forward to it. And we're also next week going to cover our debate topics. going to be best golfers head-to-head in a tournament format. So we're going to break down. I'm just going to throw together. I, so I can do this either way. I'm going to ask you guys, and majority is going to win here. Uh, we can either do, I'm going to just throw out random. It could be Tiger could show up four times, and I could say Tiger against Jack, Tiger against Phil, Tiger against oh, this. Geez. Or I could do it like I'll pick 64 golfers, and we'll break it down, or 32 probably, break it down into a tournament format. What would you guys prefer? Do that. Do the, I want you, you don't have to quite rank them as you would, but try to rank them as best you can yeah, just I will. in a 32. So if you want to do like, the new guys on this side and the legends on this side, you could do that. I like so that. 16, and 16 then, of the new school who's golfing now, 16 legends. And so. then what what we'll do is I'm going to – I'm going to also partake in this. And then – so if we tie, what's our tiebreaker? Because there's four of us here. Um, I mean, there doesn't really need to be a tiebreaker. I – We'll go from there as we can, as we see it. I don't think there's going to so be, maybe we'll, because it's all maybe our, it'll be a discussion though. Yeah, it's going to have to be a discussion. We can decide off of that if we. I mean, because to be honest with you, I doubt we're going to tie. Yep, I would think. Uh, well, once we get closer to like the final four. Well, but final, my point is, there's 32 people, so the chances of us going two and two is very slim to none. You could go all four, three to one. We could all have someone different. Yeah. So you never know. Um. So we'll and we'll go from there, and we can all support our case on who we have and. And go from there. We'll have it. We'll have it as the show is live, and then we're also going to cover the top three Super Bowl games in our lifetime. Mm. So that'll be interesting. Brandon and I have seen five extra Super Bowls in our lifetime, <laughs> ten more than Jake. <laughs> so <laughs> he's only seen twenty-two in his lifetime. You're, you're what twenty-two, right? Damn, you were born in ninety-seven. Fuck. So the Cowboys have not won a Super Bowl in his lifetime. <laughs> that makes me sad. Yeah. Well, the Bengals haven't won a damn playoff game since I've been alive either. <laughs> That's not saying much, though. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't win many before you were alive either. They so, made it to a Super Bowl and got stomped. So now we're gonna. This will be fun. We're gonna go twice around. Stomped twice. We're gonna go around <laughs> the, the same team. <laughs> we'll go around the horn. Jake's sitting next to me, but we'll go around the horn here as we end the show like normal. So as always, uh, thank you to Wes Anderson for moments in time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter at Songs by Wes. Thank you to All Wear Clothing, the original. Uh, Crandall's Quality Lawn Care, 419-704-5471. PNC, Verizon, Charlie's Dodge. As always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Sleep tight. Rough suck. Keep it Miller Park, damn it. <laughs>